Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We are back with the series finale of The Leftovers, episode 308, The Book of Nora. We finally find that second book. The second book is the last chapter. It's the last, yeah, that's a little strange, but yeah. sure, why not? And what a book it is. <laughs> Some might ask, Quite a book. is it even is it any truer than The Book of Kevin? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Is this the um, New Testament? <laughs> oh, oh. Isn't the New Testament truer than the old one? Isn't that the story? <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> I guess that's how it is with this. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all why the even, same. Why even watch a TV show? If you just, you know, you're already experiencing life, you know, why even watch this show? <laughs> it's, it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's a good point it's a good point except in real life you can't go through a machine and go to a parallel universe oh wait can you even uh, do that on this show <laughs> oh oh god god you're really hitting the the it's you're you're going for the the hard-hitting questions the hard-hitting uh accusations mm -hmm. immediately you know oh. like you're holding nothing back this J'accuse. Jacques. <laughs> 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 Which I assume is French for I accuse you. That's exactly it. Okay, good. <laughs> it's it's definitely a uh, whatever you call it, cognate. Same word basically. And the jeux, of course, I. Mm-hmm. As everyone knows. Everyone je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so, you know, the end of uh, one of, you know, our favorite shows the last few years, uh, you know, sad yep. to see it go, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I'm a little mixed on this ending of the story, um, there's, you know, overall, I like the episode, but in terms of where some of the characters end up, I wasn't that satisfied, um, you know, they played the games I thought they were going to play with, you know, yep. did she or didn't she kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think, you know, probably the biggest thing is just the, the whole Kevin and Nora love story. You know, we knew that going into this season, that was the big thing. Uh, right. and that's kind of where they, you know, where they were literally the end of the story is. Um, yeah. Um, but it's, but I don't know. It's interesting. You know, we'll talk about it. Is it, did, did Kevin and Nora solve their problems? I no, mean, they just spent 20 years apart. Was that all and they so needed? They, some time apart? And then yeah, they, I think, I think they needed a lo nice long break. Yeah. It's so weird. Like Kevin's whole thing of like, I'm just going to pretend like that whole time didn't happen. And mm -hmm. which is like crazy. Like you don't seem well adjusted, Kevin. If you're just going to like not. walk up to her 20 years later and pretend like you don't know who she is. Uh, I mean, not sorry not that you don't know who she is, but you guys didn't have that relationship. Barely you had. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? And then she's like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, he was, he was basically doing something very similar to the Jack thing from Lost, you know, mm -hmm. um, just like randomly going to places in Australia and asking if people had seen her, had mm -hmm. seen Nora, you know, a very similar kind of like long, aimless quest. Well, not aimless, but sort of uh, 
he had no leads, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was just like getting on a random plane, going over the Pacific, and hoping it crashes on the island somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it seems like a very similar arc to me um, that, you know, happens off screen. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, I guess, like, you know, that he didn't give up on her or something. Like, that was some kind of, I don't know, that, that was supposed to be some kind of sign. But, it, it, I mean, it's clear he didn't move on from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if that was unhealthy, then certainly that happened. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they worked out their problems at all. I mean, they left on that. I can't believe, like, well, you should go be with them, Ben. Is the last thing he said to her for 20 years. Wow. That really uh, <laughs> that really surprised me. Mm-hmm. I, I, did not, I did not think that was going to happen. The whole time at the beginning when they're, you know, gearing up with the whole machine thing. I'm like, all right, Kevin, Kevin's going to show up here anytime yep. now. Yep. Here it comes. Where's Kevin? Knock Where's... on the door, Kevin. Where uh-huh. are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like, that just didn't happen. I guess he never found out where she was. Yeah. And I guess at this point, you know, um, yeah, I don't know that, that whole, that whole thing was, was very strange. And, um, I also thought, you know, after the last episode, Kevin was kind of done with his adventures and he could go, well, hey, where's Nora? Let me go find her real quick. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you're saying, exactly. he, he might show up. But I guess he didn't uh, didn't know where to go or whatever. Or, yeah. you know, whenever he talked to Matt next, he didn't. Matt, Matt said she departed or something or. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever she told Matt to tell people. Um yeah, what a weird, what a weird, this is not the way I thought the story was going to end. Um, I, I, so basically, like, Kevin Sr. sitting on the roof and turning to, to Junior and saying, now what? That's the end of the present day story. Yep. yep. I mean, that was it for, for that part of the crew, you know? like It's like, now what? I don't know. Let's cut to 20 years in the future. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was reading an interview with Damon Lindelof and, like he made it clear that like I guess like Kevin's arc was completed by the uh, you know the second visit to the the hotel world, and so like the last episode is you know really about Nora's thing, and you know I mean eventually he uh, comes back, but like his present day story was just over at that point, and I really um, I, I really didn't think that was true at all. I don't uh, think I don't know why it's over. <laughs> why would it be over then? It was just over. I thought the whole point over. of Kevin's thing when he was going to the hotel for other people to solve other people's problems, I thought that was significant about his own character flaw and that like he needed to find a reason to be there for himself and all that stuff and and it didn't seem like he ever got that. Um you know, when he when he comes back and he gives people half-ass answers about what happened, like, yeah. that's it? Like, you know, you're just done at that point? Like, what did you figure out, Kevin? Like, Christopher Sunday was like, why did you even come here if you don't believe any of that stuff? It seems like Kevin was supposed to go figure out what he believed, you know? And I don't really know. What I You know, we know Matt figured out what he believed, you know, to a degree. He believed, some, you know, that stuff wasn't true. You know, but I'm like, what What did Kevin, did, did Kevin just stop thinking he was special forever? Like, did he ignore that part of his his history? I mean, I guess the idea is he went back to Mapleton. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. Which is, no, 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 he said he said he was still living in Jarden. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was still, li- he, but he told her originally 
That he was that he had been in Mableton that whole time, but that was a lie. Right. Um, but go. he's still in Jarden, and like Erica comes there sometimes. Yeah. yeah which I yeah. thought was weird. Like, why are you bringing her into this? Like, <laughs> I thought she was fine and happy in her life. But all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I so I I, I was reading uh, from that same interview. I found out that you know they were. There were various ideas of like who Nora was going to be talking to, you know, the, mm-hmm. the whole time, uh, or maybe only some of the time, depending on how true her story was. Um, anyway, uh, what do you there mean was talking to? What? What do you mean? Yeah, like talking to, like telling, telling what you know, what's going on with her, you know, communicating, <laughs> having conversations. I don't know when what. <laughs> You know, she's talking to Lori. She's talking to Lori uh-huh. all the time, uh-huh. right? But but there were uh, when they were originally like coming up with that storyline, there were some other plans. Apparently, the original idea was like Kevin wasn't even going to be in this episode, and it was going to be a grown-up Lily coming to visit her, mm. and that's that's when she was going to tell the story. That's, oh, okay. you know, that the was story their... about her going to find her children and coming back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, also it was going to be she was calling Erica, not calling uh, Lori. Oh, I see. uh, That whole time. Like they thought about it, um, doing it that way. So anyway, I was just thinking the mention of Erica makes me think that's, you know, maybe some kind of uh, maybe some kind of remnants of that idea. Mm hmm. Yeah. Just like, you know, establishing that she was still like part of that circle. And because, I mean, that's part of the story that's a little crazy that like Lori ends up knowing, like, I don't know about the whole time, but a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, ne- never says anything. Yeah. Um, however, uh, the, the interview also clarified this point that I don't know if this was clear to you. So is it was it clear to you or not that. Did, what did you think in terms of Lori not saying anything to Kevin? Do you think she she knew that Kevin was going to Australia looking for Nora like year after year? I would I my I, I didn't really think about that, um, but my 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 hunch would be no. Yeah, so the answer was no, and I guess they had dialogue about it um, originally, okay. uh, where they where they where they like made that clear. But Justin Thoreau, for whatever reason, really didn't want to say those lines, so they didn't make it into the show. Um, he didn't want it to be clear that Lori knew he was doing this and that she but th- that she would know that he could be successful or something or that she he did, he th- he he didn't want it to be clear that she didn't know if that makes sense but but that but that's not even true. Uh, he 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 thought it was obvious from the scene for whatever reason that you know surely surely she didn't realize that he was doing this. You know which turns out to be true. Because, like, is the idea that if she knew, she would have told him that Nora was there? I guess. Like, it, it, it becomes a little bit... Like, the idea is that, like, she actually thought he had moved on from Nora. Uh-huh. And, you know, just, like, keeping a secret that you know Nora's alive, if you know he's, like, looking for her, you know, year after year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it starts to seem a bit cruel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think, I think that's part of why they put those lines in, just to establish she didn't know that he was doing that. 
Okay, so there's um, lines in the actual episode that there were that? originally in okay. the script. I see. They're not, not. They're not actually in the episode because Justin Thoreau didn't want to say those lines. I see. Because uh, he thought it was obvious. <laughs> Which <laughs> I disagree, but that's why I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Because that's not what I thought at all. No, clearly it's uh, not obvious. I, I actually thought I actually thought she knew and just decided that it was important enough to keep a secret anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought it was kind of a crazy detail. Like, man, he's gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true anyway. Yep. But 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 still, it, it is better that he was lying. It's, it's actually not the worst scenario, right? Because I feel like the worst scenario is the opposite, that, like, she was there in Australia and Kevin could have found her, but he didn't. And, like, Lori knew and could have told Kevin that she's there and didn't. And so for all this time, like, he wanted to find her but never looked because he always thought she was gone. Yeah, I feel right. like that's probably the worst version than the than what actually happened, which is that she was in Australia and he was looking for her, but Laurie didn't know that he was going to look. Mm-hmm. That's not that bad. That's not. It's not. That's not the worst version. Mm-hmm. No, but I think it would be worse if she did know yeah. that he was going to look for her and never said anything. That is. That's worse than this version. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't put it past Lori to still not tell him, you know, like she's been cruel before, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, in the name of psychological therapy. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to get into the episode here? I mean, there's a lot to, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, you know? Yeah. You know, so the weird thing about this episode is that like, I mean, not that much really happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be weird going through it. It's actually an extra long episode, but not that much happens per se. It's really, um, mostly what it feels like to me is kind of an epilogue, like a series epilogue. Mm-hmm. Um, like we get, we get the final moments of Nora's story. That's really the only new stuff that we get. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it is, you know, this flash forward stuff. And like a big part of that story involves, you know, both of them kind of um, pretending yeah, to each other. And so it's like, it's not until pretty late in the episode that they speak honestly about, you know, the history and all the stuff from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of it is this, like this game, this dance, if you will, um, like to, to reach the point where, where they'll just like, explain what's what's going on yeah because the 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 gambit here is that she went to the other place so maybe that's where she is this whole time right uh, that's what they want to pull us with did she or didn't she go through with the whole machine transport thing and it's such a flash sideways kind of thing yeah it's exact and and even like what you were saying before about it being similar you know um Kevin's Kevin's looking, you know, going to Australia, flights to Australia, looking mm-hmm. for Nora, similar to Jack, like trying to get back to the island. Um, yeah. And uh, the other thing that's similar is, uh, you know, the, the flash sideways in season six, that idea of like Jack having a son and, you know, having this like alternate history. And that's kind of right. how Kevin presents himself totally. when he first shows it's up. It's like such a mini flash sideways thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, here's an alternate world and then we have to wait to find out if it's real or not. But then they quote unquote remember at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? 
yeah yeah it's the, it's the same thing it's such um, a pattern and the whole idea even of of setting up this uh this future timeline in the beginning of the season you know yep. uh totally. same kind of thing here and it, yep. it begs the question of why even do that you know why tell us that far in the beginning of the season that this yeah. you know this is this 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 20 year later period is gonna happen yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I agree. I think it sets up intrigue. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it seems. And this is what I guessed going in, which you don't have to be like a genius to guess this, but that you know, it wouldn't be what it appeared to be at the time. For sure. You know what they were kind of insinuating, just like the bomb thing, the bomb and the flash sideways, where it's like you get you get introduced to this book of Kevin thing, and then you have a flash forward where someone's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of some guy named Kevin?" Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, you know, like it's some, it, it, like your mind goes wild with like possibilities of like what that means to connect to the, to the book thing, you know, yeah, and, like yeah. whatever crazy future awaits them, you know, that they're kind of setting up for. But at the same, but then like when we actually get there, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> it's just someone came by looking for her named Kevin. Oh my god, it was the simplest explanation ever. Yeah. There was a guy named Kevin who mm-hmm. came looking came looking for you. That's why I'm asking you if you know a guy. Named yeah, Kevin. it's the most simple thing you could ever guess. It's so simple. Yeah, and I think I think that's what's weird is when they they set up all these the the, the context of the, you know, Kevin's book and Kevin being supernatural and then the whole, you know, later the idea of the machine and uh, yeah. and all that stuff, and we see Nora 20 years later, and, you know, there was half the fans out there thought the makeup was Nora having radiation exposure, right, right. which I never believed. No, um, that was bullshit. Uh, but, you know, so you don't really know how to get to the truth with, with that convoluted context. Um, and it's just it's just that, yeah, that was just a flash forward. They just, they, they just cut to 20 years later, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of think, at least with that one, I kind of think that I might have liked it better if they didn't give us the flash forward and we just Mm -hmm. got to there linearly and suddenly they cut 20 years later. I feel like that might have been more interesting. Yeah. You know, instead of I, waiting I, for it the whole time, and then and then like when when they reveal why she said you you know have you heard of someone named Kevin like it was a letdown, mm-hmm. whereas like because they because it's so built up, whereas like if if we just got to that point in the story then it wouldn't have been a letdown it would have been like well what's going on what does it mean you know mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. why is she here where are we you know what I mean like I feel like I feel like that w- I would have enjoyed that more without that flash forward and yeah. I, I might even say that for the gray stuff you know mm-hmm. uh i think that's less of a problem you know just because it's like less consequential um but like i think i might have preferred in that story if uh they just uh you know kevin senior comes outside and finds them murdering this guy and like that's how we find out you know like it just it just appears sort of in the present instead of doubling back and then, you know, and then explaining what that scene was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It, it puts a lot. Like of sometimes flash forwards work, but mm-hmm. um, in this case, it just it just seems like artificial intrigue to me. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't. It, 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 if if she had actually gone through the machine. And, you know, proper, like we actually would, you know, would have seen scenes from that world 
And that's where yep. she was in that flash forward. It was actually a flash sideways to another right. dimension or something. But it was still 20 years later, you know. Uh, yeah. I think I would have liked it more, um, at, you know, having that flash forward at the beginning of the season. But, yeah, but the fact that it's just a flash forward, uh, it doesn't do anything but keep us intrigued. We're already intrigued. I mean, we're not yeah. – I'm not going to stop watching if I don't get that scene at the end of the first episode – yeah um you know or was it the second episode that one was the first episode the first I think one the, the second one the second episode. okay yeah um yeah so you know it's it's uh yeah i have very mixed feelings about some of the structure um the structure stuff and i mean we find out that laurie didn't kill herself Right, uh, right, which was which was what my theory was. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It just it didn't make sense. It just didn't feel right. I mean, I don't think we see a lot of TV characters committing suicide unless the point, you know, unless there's a story about suicide. You know what I mean? Uh, but as like a like this, the idea that a character would rationally come to the con- conclusion that the best sort of healthy thing for them to do is to like commit suicide. It's just, I don't think I've seen that really. So it didn't make sense that they would like leave Lori like that. Like, yep. She, and right after a phone call from her kids, I mean, that would, that would upset a lot of fans. I think <laughs> like how, I mean, she's already not the most popular character and for her to like make this decision right after talking to her kids who seem happy and well adjusted. And it's like, their mom's just going to leave them now. You know, it's just like, yeah. God, that's harsh. Right. Right. Uh, She's not a popular character? Well, because she's a buzzkill, you know. She's sure. Like, she's the one who, like... I mean, that's yeah. my impression. Maybe I'm wrong. But okay, just, okay. You know, in terms of, like, the other characters who are, you know, doing crazy, interesting stuff, she's usually the right. one that's like, okay, slow down here. Let's not do that, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I definitely felt that in season two. But I have to say... Um, do you have to? I, I, I do. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I was really surprised... Just looking back at that at that last episode, um, you know, I was really surprised thinking back that I actually enjoyed Lori's episode more than I did, you know, the last one that, you know, Kevin's trip, last trip into the crazy mm-hmm. hotel world. Like, and if you told me that that would happen, I would like not believe you. Mm. Um, but strangely, I found that Lori episode more compelling Certified, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I almost agree. I mean, I don't know if I agree hundred percent, but I would agree that I the, the episode seven most powerful man in the world uh, wasn't that in hindsight not that interesting to me. Yeah, it was. It felt like a letdown, and I I was trying to figure out like what exactly it was, and I think when when we recorded the podcast, I hadn't really fully processed it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I like I have a few thoughts about what I think went wrong there. I know that's not exactly the topic at hand, but we're you know well, it's the end well, of the show. Yeah, we can talk about the whole show in general. Um. So so like uh, in terms of the first hotel, you know, international assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that made that world really intriguing, and you know, the second time we just go back briefly for the karaoke scene, which you know, which I also think was good. Um, certain certain cut-ins aside, um, there's this whole idea of 
don't drink the water, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like, the water. <laughs> and like, yeah, exactly. And, uh, Virgil drinks the water and it causes him to be like brainwashed or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, like he forgets that, that he's in this, you know, yeah. world and just kind of buys into the, the yeah. artificial nature or whatever. And like, that's something he has to avoid, you know? And then there's mm-hmm. Neil who's like drinking the alcohol, which I guess doesn't count, you know? And so he does remember, mm-hmm. um, there's the whole thing with the bird, you know, like connecting that to, yeah. uh, to the, the whole bird thing with Erica. And then there's the, uh, communicating with his dad on the TV thing, mm-hmm. you know, like the level, the level of. Like, I guess outside intrigue that doesn't seem like it's just about Kevin's problems. Yeah. Was pretty high in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just didn't feel that way in the new one. The new one felt so, like, designed to be all about him, you know? It's funny because he goes in there for other people <laughs> this last yeah. time. Yet it is totally about him because, well, you know, because the, he's, he's going to destroy the world. So they kind of have to get him to that place. But, right. but yeah, I agree. The, the International Assassin Hotel stuff was um, just had a lot of different elements to it that, that made it really interesting. And I think like, yeah, this this time when he goes in the most powerful man in the world, it seemed the the world seemed more artificial in a way. It seemed it seemed more. I mean, I guess yeah. because he's president, you know, and right. he's the the assassin and he's playing yeah. both roles. I mean, that was all super interesting, but, but also it seemed very, you know, uh, manufactured for his own psychological healing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, um, yeah. And, oh, and, and Patty, like having someone else look like her, mm-hmm. you know, so that like Kevin will kill her instead, you know, and she, and she's just like, I'm just whoever, mm-hmm. like they told me, you know, it's like, what? You know, like it's like there's innocent people involved in this thing. Like it, it really creates like this sense of a world that isn't just for Kevin. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it, it seems to it seems to exist for the other characters that are there too. And 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 here with this new episode, like you know, it it really didn't seem that way anymore. Kind of even I mean, Christopher Sunday is like, why are you here? You know, and it's like even he's like trying to help Kevin. You know, it's just like yeah. uh, it, it just I, I guess I lost the sense of it as a true, you know, like kind of magical place. And, and that if, might be the point, you know. Um, yeah, because I feel like I'm more convinced it's not a real place outside of Kevin, you know, after that episode. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Even though, agree. you know, I think the biggest, you know, the biggest objective evidence we have it's a real place is Christopher Sunday knowing about the conversation that he had with the dad. Um, right. Uh, right. That's like the biggest, the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the TV stuff with his dad and international assassin was sort of, sort of similar, at least in terms of the details that he was able to yeah, somehow yeah. guess. But, uh, he did address that in the interview. Um, and he basically said that the answer was something like what you said, um, a few What'd podcasts ago. <laughs> well, you, you said, you said that you said that he was, he was like tapping into, um, mm. he was like, he was tapping into Kevin senior's consciousness somehow, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. they were connecting, uh, somehow through this, 
and I mean, he basically confirmed that that's that 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 was it. There was there was it was some kind of, um, I, I he called it I forget like dream time or something. It's some yeah. kind of concept where, where um, you know they're they're all like floating in this realm and they were able to like make contact yeah for a brief period so like it it really happened but that doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't in his head That's yeah the weird... yeah kevin created a special place in his head and his dad created a special place in his head and and yeah. those two places could they joined could, up. Could bridge between the two but yeah and then it calls into question of what is real you know because if that right. can happen is that not real you know if right it's, if it's in your head, does that mean it's not real, you know? If um, other people can perceive it, you know, mm -hmm. it, it starts to seem like it has some reality beyond, you know. And, and then there's the question of Patty. If, like, she's really participating in this world in any sense, or, you know, mm -hmm. or Virgil or whatever, like, or, you know, the Mary conversation. And the whole happened. water thing doesn't even make any sense. You know, yeah, the water thing was weird. I mean, it seemed like during season two, it seemed like a reference to, you know, the water from, uh, you know, the the magic water from yeah. that that little place. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I have no idea what that was about, and they don't talk about that in the in the new mm -hmm. episode at all. Like it's that's gone as an idea completely. Yeah, um, and it, it calls into question, much like Lost, you know, the idea of I guess it's a very similar concept that some people knew about their past lives and some people were just playing the role, you know, so it's just like right. the flash sideways and lost, uh, where some people were, you know, ready to go and some people weren't and some people were locked into whatever reality that they had in the flash sideways. And some people knew that they were dead and that this was a fake place and all that stuff. And, um, uh, so you see that here too, you know, like you're saying with Virgil, you know, on one hand he's, he, he knows what's going on and he drinks the water and he doesn't. And then like in, in, uh, the most powerful man in the world, you know, all those, you know, the, the Australian Kevin cop, he, you know, he's, he doesn't know he's dead. He's just like playing a right. role as secret right. service. And, but yeah, Patty shows up and she knows what's going on, you know, although she's playing a role. <laughs> she acknowledges like, but if, it, it is like, it is stated in this like in world way. Like you, you, summoned me from retirement or something like that Yeah, and somehow i know what to do and i know what to say and i know what the game is and yeah. like I've, I've been given some like dossier of my character and like my goal right. here and and now i'm gonna like play this role for you and that's the thing too you know you know we learned that episode that whole idea that that, that patty was like oh kevin you know you released me or whatever so it calls into question like you know, we talked about this before, but just that whole idea of, well, I guess she wasn't really his adversary. Um, right. All the stuff Kevin was doing to, like, take her to the well seemed like, actually, that was a good thing that yeah. he did that. Should he taken everybody to the well? <laughs> like, <laughs> does Virgil need to go to the well? Like, is that right. a better place to go, you know? And, like, does Kevin draw these people out with his power? I mean, that's, yeah, he seems pretty powerful if he can draw spirits from other realms into his consciousness um right. you know that's that sound that seems pretty powerful you know um definitely yeah it's very yeah so much craziness you know but i think the the big thing my big takeaway from the show is that um while it's while you know the the is it or isn't it you know sort of game that they play of you know is it supernatural or not or whatever on all these different little points of the story um 
that's that's interesting, you know. And if the writing's good and the characters is uh, you know are good, then 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 you can kind of watch the show and be entertained and and really get into it. But I think the problem it's kind of a catch twenty two because I feel like you can only really be satisfied if you aren't looking for answers. You know, if you don't, if you understand, you're not going to get definitive yes or no answers on these big yeah. questions and even smaller things, then I think you can, you have the potential to be satisfied, but it's like a catch 22 because, um, you don't really get, because you know what the game that they're playing, you know, so, and you don't really get to, um, have that satisfaction of these things actually happening and being real, you know, like on Lost, right. you know, like if Lost was like, maybe the island moved, maybe the island didn't move. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, no, the island actually moved, you know. Um, they play that smoke... game with certain elements, but they didn't try to deny that, like, yeah, everything even... on the show, like, was was, was somehow yeah, not supernatural. Exactly. You know, Man in Black is really smoky. I mean, the smoke yeah. monster is a real thing, you know. Yeah. On, on Twin Peaks, you know, these these supernatural things are actually happening. So, yeah. that's it's, a, it's an interesting thing, you know, not a lot of people do what Lindelof likes to do. Uh, and Peretta, you know, was doing apparently with with the book and stuff, you know. But um, it's yeah, I don't know. I, I I find myself questioning, you know, how much I really like that, you know, um, of like, well, the whole point is to wonder if it's gonna if it if it's supernatural or not. But the answer is gonna be no, basically. <laughs> You know, like I want, I want maybe like another version of this show or whatever Lindelof does next and, you know, do the same is it or isn't it thing, but actually make it true this time, <laughs> you know, actually have Nora go through the machine for real, you know, actually make another universe where we see it's the inverse of ours where, you know, everyone who departed on our world is there and on their world, everyone who didn't depart on our world is gone, you know. Right. Um, and like, I think, you know, cause that's, that's what I really want, you know, ultimately is I, I want these things to actually have happened. I want these stories to be larger than life for real and not just be, Oh, let's, 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 uh, look at the human psyche on how, you know, beliefs work, you know, and how faith works and how, you know, grief makes you, you know, cling to things that aren't necessarily rational, you know, that, and that's all very interesting, but I just feel like, a, you know, while you're going through the story, it's great. When the story's over, you look back and you go, huh, <laughs> that, what, that, what did I get out of that? Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of, um, uh, I don't know, and I, I'm, incomplete journey or something because mm -hmm. um, it's not really clear um, I guess I guess that's what's weird about the style like introducing you know these levels of mystery and um, you know supernatural intrigue into a show or into a like a basic concept that you know is is fundamentally just a character show like I, I think um, you know I mean Lost so, sort of had this issue I think that's why you know, a lot of people didn't like the ending, but but I, I think it, it really is different in fundamental ways. Mm -hmm. You know, like it would be it would be one thing if and I think uh, Twin Peaks has some of this, too. If like with certain moments and certain details and certain specific issues, you don't know what the truth is. You don't know 
mm-hmm. know, what exactly happened or, you know, if such and such is, uh, it, you know, is a real thing or what the explanation is for the things we see on screen. You know, I think that's kind of how it plays out on Lost. It's like there's certain things that clearly did happen. Mm-hmm. And then there are other things, you know, I'm thinking of stuff like the rules or the origin of the islands mm-hmm. or the, the ash, you know, the cabin where, you know, you just don't know exactly what's going on with those things. If they're, yeah. if they're real, if they're just constructs or whatever, but since like there is some reality to the story, you know, it doesn't feel like a complete waste of time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think, I think when, when it's like, when it's like, no, it was, it was just like, um, you know, it was just like a holodeck episode or something, you know, like yeah. of, of very little consequence, you know, in the end. I mean, except when, you know, the holodeck characters like came to life or whatever. I mean, that could mm-hmm. get interesting. But um, the safety protocols are off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, they had plenty of holodeck episodes that were just like these one off things that and they might have been fun on their own terms, but like ultimately didn't really matter because they were just, you know, they were just a, a simulation, you know, and, yeah. um, that, you know, that's how some of that, uh, you know, hotel world stuff starts to feel now. And, I, you know, um, I think season two. In season two, there was a stronger sense of like a potential reality for that place, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I guess like I don't mind it being ambiguous. It, it bothers me more when it feels almost definitive that, you know, that that it wasn't, you know, that it wasn't really mm-hmm. what what we thought it was at the time. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, um, I also think like. I mean, yeah, the the story of the girls disappearing and coming back and the guilty remnant and taking over the town, like that had some solid drama. And this this is definitely like a very low key kind of ending. Um, yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, like I I guess like you know there was a nuclear showdown in the previous episode, so somehow like that's the action climax. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know here here it's just you know, this kind of quiet epilogue. Um, I guess on a on a character level, I like the fact that, you know, because we talked about various levels of bitter and sweet, um, you know, how, how bitter and how sweet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and, you know, the fact that they're talking to each other and, like, sort of reconciling or whatever, like, that's the sweet note. Um, but something I do appreciate about the show that's, like, you know, in terms of it being about the relationship or whatever, is that like, you know, there's no way around the fact that they spent 20 years apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, they they didn't live happily ever after, uh, you know, from the present. Yeah. You know, 20 years later, maybe they'll somehow, you know, get back together. But that's 20 years. I mean, that's, you know, I, I guess I appreciate the the bitter aspect of it that they were willing to say like. Even if Kevin realized he fucked up, it was too late. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wasn't able to, you know, and only by crazy coincidence did he ever even discover her again. 
Yeah, it's an interesting love story, you know, love story in quotes, because it's basically about two dysfunctional people who really shouldn't be together, and they then they break up, and yeah. the 20 years goes by, and then they reunite yeah. uh, without really explicitly having their shit together. Uh, I mean, Nora is basically just hiding out, hiding from her past, and she made this yeah. sort of, you know, she sort of... You know, in my opinion, uh, you know, she didn't go through the machine. So, you know, she's been sort of letting this lie persist Oh, you out don't there. think she went through the machine? I don't think she went through the machine. You're taking a stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm taking a stand. I don't think the machine worked. I think if she would have gone through it, she would have died. Um, you know, her, you know, that cast that we saw, or the fossil, as they call it, which was a very cool visual to see. But, you know, that sphere with like a human form carved out of it. Yeah, you know, I I think it's what they said before. I think you just get irradiated, you know, <laughs> it's just you turn into particles and dust, and and that's it. Um, uh, I think I it seems so unlikely that the, the machine could actually work with them having verified that it works. You know what I mean? Like there was never any verification. No one went there and came back. Um, and like the, until now, one of the scientists even said it, you know, her, her, her thought was that if you go to the machine, you're going to end up in space. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what's the vector? What's the trajectory of this machine? Like, is the other planet in, you know, the other version of earth where the people may have gone to, is that even, you know, in the same dimensional space? Is it, do you need to adjust things? Is the fact that it's been right. seven years, does that matter? You know, there's so many variables and the idea that it just works, that they just measured the amount of radiation and the kind of radiation, and then they just kind of blast you with that, and that's all it takes. Like, I don't know what science, I'm not a scientist, but I don't know what science is that simple. Um, you know, especially cutting edge science like that. Um, so yeah, I don't think she went through it. I think she concocted a story. I think she knew or thought to herself if she ever did come across Kevin or anyone else, uh, from her past, what would she tell them? So I, I think that's why her this even this after story... twenty years, she's got a whole life. I mean, he totally gave her the out, you know. And like, I, I thought it was going to be true. You know, you changed your mind. You changed your mind at the last minute. Yeah, but Nora's you know? stubborn. She's very, she's a real very stubborn. stubborn. Apparently, yeah, that's the thing. She's a stubborn character, and I think, I think she had a story in herself. And I think part of her, listen, if she didn't ever go then then she's she's still a broken character because she never got the closure with her kids right right that's what she says like my kids aren't dead they're just gone and she can't and that's why kevin's like go be with them then because you can't be present in this relationship and this reality if you have one if you're looking backwards towards your kids right like that makes total sense and like if she never went then she never got healed but if she tried to go and at the last minute stopped which it's almost there, man. Like that's, you know, she, it's almost is certain she yelled stop. Now, whether they stopped or not is a different question, but, uh, she's, she's screaming out something that starts with an S almost, uh, in that shot. And I'm surprised they even gave us that much really. Um, but so if she, you know, wanted to go, she, she, you know, was going to do it and change her mind at the last minute, you know, and then in her head told her, you know, has this story, that she went and she saw the kids and that, you know, the kids were happier without her, you know, or, you know, necessarily, necessarily, necessarily without her, but they were happy. 
um, yeah. and that that was good enough, and that's all she really needed was to know that they were happy, not necessarily to be reunited with them, but that they were okay. Um, and she tells her the story, you know. Um, and I think is it wasn't that a thing on here about like that's the better that's the better story. Um, what is that from? Um, wasn't that in the previous episode this idea of believing in the better story? Um, anyway, uh, I, I yeah, that's what I think happened. I think you know, and that's why the story she tells seems very authentic because she she's told this story before. She you know she she's gone through that idea of what would what could have happened if she had gone to this other place. What would have been like? Right. So, do you think she went through, or are you staying agnostic? I feel very agnostic about it. I mean, I noticed when the scene was playing out that, you know, uh, that like, you know, it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear what we were supposed to think about it, and and it's like, you know, of course they're going to do. And and I, I mean, it's it's another like genius prediction that came true. Like, will they give an answer about the departure? Yes but it will be totally subjective mm-hmm. whether, whether you believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it'll just be from some character's point of view. And, you know, even if, even if she experienced that, it's, mm-hmm. it's still sort of like questionable, but, um, uh, but yeah, she could even just be making up the story completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's an interesting, they, they don't show, they don't show any, uh, video you know of that world you know and and what's interesting about that is is i feel like her her story is very visually descriptive and i feel like as she's describing it you're playing it out in your head and so you get this sense that you're seeing it you know her showing up in that parking lot empty and she's naked and she's walking for a long time like you can see it in your head beat by beat and she sees the kids and she's hiding behind the tree and i feel like Without them actually, you know, cutting to that footage, you know, because that would be objective reality, um, you know, they they just give us her her very visually descriptive story, and it kind of makes us feel like, oh, it's real, you know, but it's like, no, you didn't actually see it, you know, <laughs> right, right, and yeah, of course, uh, Damon Lindelof did not take a position on whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, though he did say that it's valid. Uh, no, he did say that he was surprised that um, uh, I guess most of the people he talked to like took it at face value that that it was true, mm. you know, and that like surprise, you thought we weren't going to answer the departure, yeah, but I we did. I think that's what people want. People want it to be true. People want the the supernatural thing to be the real thing because our yeah. life isn't like that generally. Right. Um, and that's why we turn to stories. So, yeah, I can see that of people of them giving people enough ambiguity that they side with. Yeah, yeah, she she really did go through. Um, right. But I, I feel like the show has has basically if you lined up, made a list of all of the supernatural or crazy stuff that happened. Uh, I think there's more normal things than supernatural, you know, objectively real supernatural yeah. things and except think, for the departure i mean that's really the, the only the thing one, the one thing you know besides the one yeah. that, that one prime event you know yeah 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 Which that, I'm that st- I'm, i don't even know if the like. departure happened i'm still questioning it you know i'm still oh god i'm like i'm not quite sure is this a mass delusion everyone's assuming oh my god <laughs> that people have to... 
No, I'll 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 take it that the departure happened. You know, we saw we saw people there and gone. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. Anyway. Um. You want to get into the episode? Sure. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So uh, we start off with uh, Nora recording her little um, intro video. Somehow, like the most believable thing in the world. Um, <laughs> like when you watch these, that's when you know it's real. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Um, they uh, they make her do it again because the one, the like the bad cop one, um, d- doesn't doesn't think she means it. Which why does it even matter? I mean, I guess maybe it's just marketing reasons, but but whatever. <laughs> Did she pay? By the way, did she pay? Um, that's a good question. I I feel like. At, and you know the real, honestly, the biggest question that she didn't ask them is why was she rejected? Um, and yeah, they just we never found out about the question just, or anything like that. The whole baby thing, yep, the twin babies yeah. question. They just completely skip by that, and it doesn't matter. She apparently just the fact that she found them was enough for them to do this thing. And why were they yeah. even there in the first place? Um, is a question. Like I don't even know why we're who where. <laughs> Yes. Uh, why was the machine where it was? Like, oh, did, okay. did, did, yeah, did somebody yeah. else go through it there? Like, I don't right. know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess so, right? Didn't they bring out the that little thing? Uh, wasn't that the idea? I guess somebody. Yeah, I guess like somebody the, else. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't it. think about when they, that would they would have gotten that fossil. But yeah, that makes sense. Like maybe that was um, Mark Lynn Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they claimed he had already gone through when she uh, uh, was in that meeting. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I mean, that still could have been his fossil. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, that's totally true. Um, uh, yeah, so so I mean, I assumed at the time, you know, based on a, a kind of vague recollection of what they said in, in episode two, uh, that that the idea was that she, since she found them and they're 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 kind of like doing this illegally, you know, they're not supposed to uh, do this stuff on uh, human subjects, you know, expose them to so much radiation and so on. It's an experimental, you know, thing uh, that, 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 and, you know, she, Nora was for a time, uh, you know, threatening to expose them, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so I, I, I just kind of connected the dots and assumed that the idea was like, you have to let me use it or I'm going to, you know, call the authorities and get mm-hmm. you shut down and so on. But they don't say that explicitly. They just say like they had no choice because she was there. You yeah. Know? And it's, it's sort of it's weird that like no time is spent on that. And also the question about the babies it's like well why why did that matter and it's you know yeah and 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 it's one thing if they're not gonna address the whole baby twin baby question thing you know as as like a a sort of test to see if she's valid to go through this machine but then the call and to question her little video here like you don't mean it well screw you if i mean it or not like that was before when i was just a regular person and you know, uh, trying to get into this machine, you know, but it's like all bets are off now. I followed you here. Like what difference does it make? Like, why am I even recording this video? You know, um, that's why I thought like, maybe it's just down to like marketing. Like they, they, you know, they wanted a better take, but they thought it would play better. Do they need any more? 
Like, don't you they wouldn't have think hundreds? So. You wouldn't think so. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they could they don't even have to record her. Like yeah. this is sort of a this is sort of a bonus one anyway. Mm, exactly. It's not, it, it's not like there's like a catalog or something mm-hmm. that, you know, well, where's Nora Durst's video? Yeah. You know, like no one's gonna care. So yeah, it's 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 like what is even at stake? And then it made me think that it made me think that maybe that was a clue about the baby thing that like they didn't believe her answer or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They didn't think she meant it. So like it was the right answer, but she didn't mean it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like maybe that's all it came down to. Like if that's such a big deal, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's such a small thing. Like mm-hmm. why, why not tell us? It, Cause surely there's an answer, right? This isn't like, this isn't like the question of like, what happens when you die or, you know what I mean? This isn't like, I think it might be, I think it might just be a question that has no, um, no definitive answer. It's just about how you answer the question, you know, but that's the thing. I mean, there's, there's, there's some reason why they're asking it and there's something they're looking for. And it might not be as simple as they're looking for this answer, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, but there is a reason why they're doing that. Presumably. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. just it doesn't seem like it's it doesn't seem like it's just random. Seems like you should ask that question first. If it's the one that can de- disqualify yeah. you, why don't I ask that first so no one has to go through the rigmarole of all the it other tests and stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Should, or maybe it's, totally you know, and the fact that I you know, I, I don't think the machine works, but you know, maybe part of that is is convincing. You know, you go through all of the tests and the doctor and all the questions. To make it seem legitimate, to make you, you know, so maybe the question is, get, you know, it's still kind of about how honest you answer, but it's sort of how much you've bought into this whole thing. Um, but, you know, I think at that point, Nora had bought right. in and that shouldn't have disqualified her. So, you know, doesn't really explain it, but maybe it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense, sort of. But it's like... And, and like, you know... Why did they tell us that the that the that the uh, that the scientists are a couple? You know, it's such a weird thing to like. I guess she follows them to their house. I, is it just, is just for economic reasons? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they weren't a couple, she would have had to go to two different places. So she could just go to one house. Yeah, <laughs> she could go to yeah. one house, and it's like, okay, well, they both live in one house. What are they roommates? No, 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 no. They're a couple. We'll make them a couple, yeah. and they, you know, it's just like. You know, to give us a little, you know, that kind of, like, backstory on them. for It's a little uh, bit of character development. Yeah. yeah, for characters we don't care about. Well, <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. I, I, I Yeah, I feel like it was, it, it, it definitely seems like a convenience thing. It just, it just streamlines that whole, mm-hmm. that whole thing. Um, and I guess they thought that was more interesting than... Than just having them be roommates. Yeah. But it it does seem like it doesn't matter at all. No. I mean. (laughs) Just like like this video there she's recording. (laughs) Right, right, right. And yet it's like, God, Dr. Becker, like, what's your deal? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, why are you so, like, like, Well, it's interesting that the the main scientist doesn't even think this machine does what it's supposed to do. I know. It's like, then then you're really complicit in whatever's happening here. I mean, if you are skeptical and you're not stopping this thing, 
I don't understand you at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, all right, we can continue. And we get no answers about that. And we get no answers. Uh, and why was so... there a piano in the warehouse? <laughs> oh, my God. What a waste of time. Yeah, like, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, man, these people, these people are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, um, like, yeah, I just don't get it. Anyway, uh, so after the video thing, they explain to her what's going to happen, basically, um, in terms of going into the chamber and Mm -hmm. she's got to pull her knees up and hold her breath and, and then, um, there would be like liquid metal that would be radiated and. So, you know, it's just kind of a description of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, then we get a scene with uh, Nora and Matt um, where they, they kind of... This is, I mean, this is their final scene. Yep. Um, I guess uh, they never spoke again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, and it's like Nora is back in the real world and she doesn't want to talk to Matt. I guess he died before. He did die. He did die, but she didn't go to the funeral. And she, she says to Kevin, like I said, my goodbyes, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, this is it. This is it right here. Um, What a life, Nora. I don't get you. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't get it at all. I don't know what, I mean, I guess the only explanation is she was just so damaged by the departure. She never healed. And, and she couldn't, you know, even yeah. even this whole thing. Whether That's she part went of through... why I want to believe it really happened, you know, because if she really went in and and came back, you know, then it took years probably, and so like it's a little better excuse for yeah, why but, she didn't. But, but then she doesn't seem healed though. She healed? still seems like she has her her problems still. Problems. <laughs> Are you Dougie Cooper? Are you just gonna repeat everything? <laughs> this is not the Twin Peaks podcast. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel like no. I thought, I thought in a way she was healed. I thought she was healed in terms of. It seemed to me like she was healed in terms of like her family. You know, just, just like knowing that if, if she really went there, you know, knowing that uh, they were okay. You know, they they had like a, you know, then a happy why is she so weird? And when in the twenty years later, why is she so weird? Because she came back and well, I don't remember what did she say the problem was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. There, I don't hold know. on, there was there was a problem. Why is she uh, living um, her life in isolation? Uh, yeah, she she came back and uh, it was too late. It was what too was late. too late? It was too late to, to <laughs> you know, it had been years. Oh, I don't you mean know. in terms of her calling Kevin? Yeah. In terms of her reuniting Kevin, she thought it was too yeah. late. Too late for that. Too late for that. And so, yeah. That's, and here's that's... the line, and if I knew, and I knew that if I told you what happened, uh, you would never believe me. Yeah. And it's like, that's old Nora talking. That's not healed Nora talking. I mean, because that's like what Kevin told her, you know, like, well, if I told you everything, you would have handcuffed me to the bed and left like you did last time. I mean, that's what a broken person like, like it shouldn't matter to Nora if Kevin believes her or not. She knows the truth. You know what I mean? If you're if you're a sort of whole person, like, I feel like that's the perspective you would have. Not like, 
you know, uh, I need you to validate what my experience is or, or, or your potential in, you know, non-validation of my experience would bother me, you know, or something. And then he, and of course he says, I believe you. <laughs> so she was proven wrong. It's like 20 wasted years. Um, right. you know, I mean, maybe he wouldn't have believed her 20 years ago or something. They're, they're kind of saying, but you know, she believes him now, but, uh, he believes her now, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bothered by some of that stuff. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense that she would come back to this world and just raise birds <laughs> forever, you know? Bur yeah, why not? Birds. Birds. That's, that's my... That's, that's all there is left for me in this world, is these birds. Mm-hmm. These love birds. Love birds. Fucking love birds. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's weird. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's sort of like she dealt with her past, like, issues, but not her present ones. Mm-hmm. You know, which it seemed but, like the but, two yeah, were connected. Right? Aren't the present issues because of the past issues? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you have a point and... <laughs> or maybe the show is saying sometimes when you're healed, you're not really healed. <laughs> Could be. Sometimes Could when be. you think you fixed your past, it doesn't fix your present. Yeah, or maybe that wasn't really it. You know, mm -hmm. like that wasn't enough. So here's the question, right? The big, big, big question is Nora and Kevin are together at the end. What, what are, how are we supposed to think or what makes us think it's going to work out this time? Uh, or does well, it even matter? it's been 20 years. I mean, how much worse can it get? You know, uh, you know, well, surely. Is how much better can it get? <laughs> well, <laughs> You know, maybe 20 years is enough to kind of put aside all of the the baggage and all of the, you know, lingering sort of, you know, I guess the three years weren't enough, but maybe 20 will do it, mm -hmm. you know, to, to where the they, seven they years weren't enough, kind of move on from the <laughs> move on from the you know, the, well, just Kevin and Nora per se, you know, I mean, all mm -hmm. that stuff was, all that stuff, you know, forgetting about Nora's own issues, you know, all that stuff was, was three years, started three years after, you know, the departure. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like, the well, Lily stuff. Well, but then they were together for four years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so four years of being together, yeah. something like that. But that, the whole time they were together, they didn't really move past certain things that were happening along the way, you know? Mm -hmm. Like like the Kevin scene where he's like, yeah, you just you would just handcuff me if I told you what really... You know, it was clear that, like, they didn't, they didn't really address that, you know, yeah. when she came back at the end of season two. Like, that ended up just being, like, a festering thing mm -hmm. of, like, you know, you won't you won't believe me if I tell you anything crazy that happens to me now, so I have to just keep it a secret from you, and so I'm gonna put it back over my head <laughs> yeah yeah you know um and and Nora's like I'm gonna get a tattoo with my kids on it because like I haven't moved on from them even though I pretend like I have mm -hmm. you know um and it's sort of like maybe maybe they're past that stuff now 
I agree. There's no particular reason to think that they have, but you know, 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess it seems it's, at least it's, possible. It's strange to just depict her life, which seems fairly sullen, living in solitude, as some sense that she's okay now. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, or even like it'd be different if if she. If they had depicted that she wished Kevin back, that she wanted him back, that she even cared anymore. You know, I feel like that's what's weird is he comes back, you know, he never stopped wanting to find her. Right. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I gave up on you and us because I, I really think it's she didn't have the confidence, you know, really to, you know, she was like, it was too late. Well, he didn't think it was too late. He never stopped right. and he wouldn't have ever yeah. stopped. You well, know? he had just turned a corner, you know. I mean, that whole, uh, you know, that whole experience of uh, going to the crazy hotel world, mm -hmm. you know, caused him to realize you're that he my fucked point. it up. And you're proving my point that why didn't Nora have that? If she I don't think she through, had that moment. If she went through and, and found the key to her getting past her kids, you know, like, why didn't that change her? <laughs> Um, I really want to, because dreams, because dreams, uh, I Does think it's because it, it doesn't work here. No, no, that spell has no magic in this realm. Um, yeah, I think it's because she didn't actually go. <laughs> That's why she didn't change. That's, I, I feel like she's the same Nora that we saw before she went to the machine. I don't see any difference. Um, She's older. Wow, there's one difference. You're right. <laughs> Her hair is longer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, she's never going to change, 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 change. But change, change, change. You know, but maybe she can change in like, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I don't know, but you know, also. <laughs> It's like if you just start talking, your brain will, like, give you the thing you want to say. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. But then you get there and your brain has nothing. Not just hypothetically, it sort of seems like, you know, you start all over, have a fresh start. You know, maybe she didn't, you know, she, she had been living in exile for so long. Like, she didn't really, um, you know, think about the, but once he shows up, you know, maybe she She's scared it. when she shows up. Well, yeah, it takes her. A she runs away. She has to go through. She's thing. not. She's not like, oh, my, the love of my life, the one that got away, the one I thought it was too late. He's been looking for me this whole time. Oh, wow, that's so amazing. How, how special. But she wanted to go to the dance. Don't forget. Reluctantly. Ah, no, she. Well, she was fighting herself, but she knew deep down. She wanted to go to that dance. Yeah, and then, because... but then, but then after the dance, like she leaves him there. And yeah, then, she like, left him there because she because she and... didn't like doing the she didn't like doing the fake thing anymore. But but uh, but then you know, but when he shows up, you know, they have their tea and they have a you know heart to heart, and you know, it was it was and she you know, lies she to him about, to see and she lies to him that she's better. No, uh, she didn't lie. It was all true. And she does the whole goat. Do you think a person who's healthy does the goat thing where she like? 
takes the sins of the towns upon yeah, herself. Yeah, that's what healthy healthy people help goats who are in distress. <laughs> and she didn't want the goat to be wearing the beads because it might get stuck on a fence again. Mm-hmm. So she thought she should take the beads, and that's because she's a why good would, but person. But why would she put them on herself and not put them on the ground or carry them? Why would she? You take... know, I mean, they might. They're poisonous. I mean, maybe like, are they poison? Why am I saying that? They're po- are they poisonous? <laughs> well, I guess if you ate them, they wouldn't be yeah. good for you. Well, isn't that a problem? Like, don't like seagulls or something like choke themselves on those beads? So like, you're bringing thing? seagulls into this. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure your your argument has a lot to uh, stand on. It's you know uh, you don't want to just le- it's li- littering. I mean, uh-huh, can we talk litter- about littering? Hashtag littering. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, you're vamping. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I seagulls. Think, you know... <laughs> all those birds, right? All those lovebirds would eat the beads and die, and she'd be out of business. Yeah, right? there you go. There you yeah. go. It's the birds. It's, it's for the, the birds. birds. She works with birds. See, it's all I didn't pull it out of my ass. She works with birds. It's all about the birds. The birds and the beads. <laughs> the birds. <and> the beads. <laughs> exactly. Well, we just solved it. We just solved it. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, it's not the goat and the beads. It's the birds and the nope. beads. Birds and the beads, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. I mean, you know, I still maybe by the end of the podcast, I'll be convinced that she went there. And... I don't think there's any way I can convince you because yeah. you know y- your argument makes sense, and really, and this is where you know this is where the show comes in because this is just like what it's all about, you know. <clears throat> I just kind of want to believe it. I guess I want... <laughs> oh, me too. I want to know what happened with the machine, you know? Yep. And and if she didn't go through, just fucking say it. I just mm-hmm. want to know, right? There's a fact, so, right? There's a fact. Did she let the machine radiate her or not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, not, that's not like, it, it, you know, some kind of ambiguous thing like what happens when we die, you know? That's yeah. like... There's just a true or false like question there, mm-hmm. you know, and and I just want to know. And it's like the only answer we get on screen is that she went through it, and mm-hmm. I, you know, and the story she tells is interesting and semi plausible. And so I'm just thinking, like, yeah, I'll go with that. You think it's plausible that she tracked down the original scientist who made the machine and had him build her another one? Okay, honestly, that's the part of the story that bothers me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, is like the whole idea of like she tracked this guy down and he built a machine to come back, and mm-hmm. no one else has done that. Yeah, I mean, surely someone especially else living who... in this like like uh, you know desolate world with only two percent of the population still there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm sure that like there was there was experiences like maybe they were different. I mean, maybe the thing with Nora is like she lost her whole family, so maybe she's the only one who went there and found like the people she was looking for were actually still fine mm-hmm. uh so maybe that's like why she's the only one who came back but i i just feel like yeah with with a world like that i imagine some other people would be like you know what this world sucks mm-hmm. actually we were the lucky ones or how about the fact that we have two earths now 
Uh, yeah. And we can have we can go back and forth two. between the two. How yeah. about that? How about letting people know that that like hey. we have a backup planet now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool, and really, it sets the stage for like I, actually, actually. Here's what I want to do with Doctor Von Egan. Listen, Doctor Von Egan, uh, <laughs> you found out, and and the story is like, uh, you know, he didn't want to. God, what was what was the explanation? He didn't want to, he didn't want to, I forgot what it was. He didn't want to risk that he could get back there or something. Like, I, th- I think hmm. that's the answer. I think that's the answer. Like, he didn't want to risk, because he because it worked at one time, he didn't want to risk he couldn't get back there. And, and so, uh, uh, but, sure, fine, Dr. Von Egan. If you want to stay there, Dr. Von Egan, you could do that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, free will. I mean, go for it. But in that world, surely there would be plenty of people, not just the people who came over, mm-hmm. but the people who were just there. Like, oh, by the way, the 98% world still exists, and I came yeah. from there. And yeah. I you think you think we had it bad with 2% leaving? Yeah. How about 98% yeah. leaving? How, yeah, that's the, like How about that from your yeah, existential crisis? I mean... Yeah. You know, and then why would only the two percent of us be left here? I mean, I want to see that show. You that know? show would be crazy. Yeah, totally crazy. And yeah, introducing that idea and only dialogue is so frustrating because it's mm-hmm. such an interesting idea, and I I kind of wish they had really explored that some. Yeah, you know, like on screen. Um, like it it, it it's a really interesting. I mean, I kind of wish they had pushed it earlier in the season so we could maybe like spend a whole episode there or something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, of course, uh, if it didn't really happen, then that would be why they never did that. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I think that's the main thing that bothered me. It's sort of like good for you, Doctor Von Egan, but there's there's a whole world here of people who you know a lot of them I'm sure would love to be in the 98% world. Yeah. And you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. If you if Nora Nora Durst convinced you to send her back? Yeah. Like like yeah, I don't what know. Yeah, what does she do? Stake out your house and then track you oh, like Yeah, no choice. He had no choice. I had no choice. I just had to and build like, it how, again. you know the resources that it takes to build it, how you know, how did he afford it? How did he, you know, they the already story. said, you know, they don't have any enough pilots to keep, you know, air yeah. traffic going, so it's yeah. like and they're going to get all this other materials that they need you know um yeah i yeah. just i don't buy it so here's the question you buy it that, here's the question the least believable part of the story for me so what do you think happened when we see nora in the machine we see the liquid about to you know go to the top and she mm-hmm. leans back and she's about to scream something and they cut mm-hmm. and it yep. almost looks like she's about to say stop so what do you think happens there I, how do you I, explain I th- that well i thought I thought she was about to say stop, but either either she didn't or she did and it was too late. I mean, that would be my explanation. Okay, so you think that she most likely said stop, but that it didn't matter, that the machine kept going? Was, or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was already in there, and so it just happened anyway. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that would be the ex- assuming it's true. And, and I, I, you know, I say I want to believe it because I think it's a more interesting story. But, you know, I felt the same way about the hotel you know, mm-hmm. and so it's like, what does that, that what does that say about me? That seems to be the, yeah, the issue. Yeah. 
you know, not necessarily what the story itself is. Because I just find it disappointing if mm-hmm. if she didn't go through and we never find out what happens when mm-hmm. you go through. That's life. Because it's like a double whammy. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Thanks. That's life. Thanks, <laughs> Mr. Lipwalk. I got it. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, like life God. that way. <laughs> Aren't you happy now? Aren't, doesn't that satisfy you? <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's the thing. Like, like it's cool to be like life, but also maybe one of the mm-hmm. key things about telling stories <laughs> is that <laughs> yeah. we get uh-huh. to put a measure of control and narrative yeah. and sort of answers that we don't get in life. Maybe that's part of the appeal of storytelling. I feel like that is the main part of the appeal of storytelling (laughs) is getting answers to life, getting instructions on how to live life, uh, potentially. It's like, you know why I like Lord of the Rings? Because it's just like real life. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, I don't know. I, um, it just, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I really, I wish, I wish I could be, can be more convinced, um, that she actually went through the thing. I just was skeptical of the machine from the beginning. It doesn't help that one of the main scientists is skeptical of the machine, you know? Um, so like that doesn't help. Uh, and it just, well, I, I I guess she wasn't necessarily skeptical that it worked. She was just skeptical that it would you would go to where you think you would go that yeah it would, that it yeah. would lead to a, yeah. a place that was habitable but she did think they were going wherever the departed went she did think that so that's she thought true. it worked to that extent that's true that's true she was just skeptical that yeah that it would that it would be a place you'd want to go to right she thinks right. they're just a bunch of bodies floating in space somewhere because they still don't know what happened to the departed, even mm-hmm. though they're sure they went somewhere, which turns out to be maybe true. Again, like it seems like the whole season is like setting is kind of setting us up to believe this story because like yeah. we talked about it throughout the season, how like all different characters, different parts of the world, totally different scenarios are all saying kind of the same thing about what happened to the departed people that they kind of transported somewhere. You know, um, which like, you know, is implied by the the term departed. Yeah. But, but, um, you know, but really no one knew what happened to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's sort of like, it's sort of like now that we get like, oh yeah, that's what happened. They transported to like earth too with, 2% 2% of the pop, you know, sort of, it's, a, it's an answer that's consistent with that. And so it seems like the whole season was kind of pushing us in the direction of like believing the story because it fits with what they had kind of told us about, Yeah. even though there was no justification for it, it fits with what they told us before. Yeah. You know, which makes me even more suspicious <laughs> that it's, that it's actually true, you know, but, but, but it is an interesting theory. It's a kind of like crackpot theory that I could imagine someone having, you know, episode one, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe the 2% are on an earth where 98% disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't really need to, I mean, it's not like the show really investigates it deeply anyway. So like, why would, why would you? Well, get what's interesting the is the, the answer that we get or her explanation of the other world of earth two has a kind of conceit that's hard to really think about, right? Because you could you could imagine that, you know, and what most people think is, you know, the 2% from our world went somewhere else. 
Um, you know, and if there's another Earth, they went to that Earth, and so they would just be on an Earth that's not inhabited, you know, an Earth that's not colonized, an Earth that's not industrialized, you know, just some other place, you know. And I think what the, the sort of extra element here is the idea that from the two percent's perspective, the ninety-eight percent went somewhere else, right? And that's the kind They're of the thing that's that's hard to to hard to to guess. I think off the top, like, oh, but from their perspective, everyone else vanished, and the, and right. the, and the two percent don't realize that they're on Earth too, you know. Right. And it's really relative which Earth is Earth too. Right, right, right. Yeah. If if you're going by democracy, then the ninety-eight percent wins. But but yeah, <laughs> objectively. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really that doesn't really count mm-hmm. like science is not democracy <laughs> and it's like you know the earth sort of splits the dimensional split happened and then you know some people went one way and some people went the other and it definitely calls into question if it could happen again or if the two earths will unify right. and and that's the thing it'd be interesting i mean the show would never get into this but you know the man who created the the machine, like it'd be interesting if if he had some way to to to, to remerge the Earths or whatever, you know, and right. bring everybody back to one. If you know, if there was a big yeah, enough Doctor Von Eden, en- why energy you source, on that? yeah, like maybe if there, you had a big enough energy source, you could irradiate the whole planet and it would sink it back up to itself or something. I, uh, I'm so irritated with Nora's version of that character. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you mean the the Doctor Von Egan? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that that guy that she describes annoys me. I feel like if we actually tracked him down, he would be like, no, that is not what I said. Mm-hmm. He's German. <laughs> yeah, something like Harvey, that. Harvey, he has know. an accent. He's got an accent. He's definitely got an accent. That whole crew's got accents. They're, they're the accented crew. <laughs> the accent crew. <laughs> um. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, yeah. I would. I would love to believe the machine was real. You know, that's that was my belief going into it. Well, I guess that was my theory was that Nora was going to use the machine, but was it was going to be world. it was going to be ambiguous whether or not she actually went there or not, or or it would it would be the other place, but they wouldn't necessarily say it was the other place. You know, they would leave it up right. in the air, and they kind of did that where it's like it's they just left it ambiguous of whether or not she went to that place. Right. Um, um, but she was still in the real world. The yeah, it would have been interesting too if if they had just said that like, um, uh, the machine take lets you go to the other Earth, but like for a short amount of time, and then it just you just get pulled right. back or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been interesting, and they could have left Doctor Egan out of it. Um, right, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Right. Um, all right. So, uh, do you want to continue with the, mm-hmm. uh, the recapping? So, so we left off with this, uh, final scene that she has with Matt. Uh, they do a little Mad Lib and, you know, kind of reminisce about things. And, um, uh, uh you know, Matt talks about like, you know, being, you know, not knowing how he can get up in front of people and, tell them he has answers and stuff because he has no... It's sort of, like they, they walked up to the edge of saying like he's lost his faith, mm-hmm. but I guess that's not true. I, I I mean, I guess he just he just doesn't think he knows anything anymore. I think he lost his faith. I don't think Did he, he lose knows... his faith? Yeah, I don't think he knows what to believe in anymore. 
Because, like, yeah, I, I, I think that's interesting. Like, if that's true, which, you know, it, it's sort of like that. Uh, I think that's interesting because uh, you never see that story, like, ever. Uh, that was something I, I noticed, um, uh, you know, like, years ago. Like, it's very common to see, uh, you know, some kind of clergy character lose their faith. Um you know, but that'll be that'll be at the beginning of the story mm-hmm. or they've already lost it, you know, and the the way that arc always goes is that the you know, through the whatever happens in the story, they get their faith back. Yeah. You know, faith as a positive is so universal in um, storytelling that like it's kind yeah. of shocking to me that Matt's uh, journey here seems like it's 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 actually selling the loss of faith as a positive thing, you know, for him. That 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 actually, you know, that was a positive psychological breakthrough. Why positive? I it see it just seems to me like he is um uh you know, he's gonna go reconcile with Mary. He uh he seems to have like, you know, let go of his, you know, crazy uh, apocalyptic visions so... and he seems to have yeah, so maybe I would say that it it like the, his loss of faith made him reprioritize his life, and so it's not he didn't have his faith as the main priority, so he was able to address address right. other things. Yeah, I get, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it seemed it seemed to me like he was a lot happier after that stuff happened. Um, you know, just visibly on screen, and then you know, based on the stuff they tell tell us that he did that. Um, yeah, that, that, you know, that, that actually, um, you know, seeing God get eaten by a lion or something was kind of this, you know, delirious moment. Which they never came back to. They never, no. I, I always thought there'd be some David Burton, uh, God gets eaten by a lion or something right. like on the news and just nothing. They didn't even no. ever come back to that. No, and Kevin's abandoning of him in the in the world is is definitely one of the most uh, disappointing aspects of that that whole thing because you you never even get you you never get a real like confrontation there you never really get like mm-hmm. I don't know some kind like who like what's your deal like you're not God and and I don't know why you think you can tell me what to do but you can't and he should hang up on him you know like it just yeah, yeah they, there's no reconciling what he does in that episode with with what David Burton told him on yeah, the bridge. Yeah, why is he and, still helping? Like, yeah. what, what's going on? Yeah. Why did he say you're the most powerful man in the world? You know, what, why has he been helping Kevin this whole time? I mm-hmm. mean, it's just weird. It's just weird. Why is he there? Does he acknowledge his real life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was it just a weird coincidence that he used God as a pickup line? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's just like it's it's weird i i agree i i thought they would go back to that i thought that would be a bigger thing i thought he was gonna have a twin <laughs> yeah the david totally. burton has a twin was uh, a great theory it seems so plausible mm-hmm. like who would have thought you know no no kevin's gonna have a twin but it'll be you know a fake crazy world twin mm-hmm you know, so Where his doesn't twin believe. is the same person. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
So yeah, uh, he uh, Nora says, "What are you gonna tell people about what happened to me?" He says, "Whatever you want me to." And they conclude the scene there. I think we don't know <laughs> what he told people. Uh, well, I think he so, told people she went through the machine, and she's gone. Is that what she wanted? Yeah. Okay. Right? Are you sure? Because because. Well, that's uh, what the whole point was. Right? Wait, is that is that did Kevin say that's what he said later? I don't remember if that's what he said. He said, but I mean, when she because he still thought she was around, you know. Uh, like I thought he didn't even oh, know. Oh, you're she right. He's the machine because I think she has for her. to tell him. I thought he said Matt said Nora's gone. I thought it was something like general like that. And but but Kevin was still just looking for her. But I, I don't remember. I guess we'll get to that scene. Yeah. Well, th- I was just I was just thinking about like what did Matt say? And so I, you know I was looking at that scene and it's like I'll say whatever you want. And it's like okay, and the end of scene. Like you never hear what she wanted him to say. Mm-hmm. So it's not really clear what he said as far as I can tell. Um, well, we know with Lori, when Lori was dropping them off at the machine, uh, Nora and, Kev- and Matt, I thought it was fairly clear that she was going to go tell the rest of them that, you know, Nora went, is going to go through this machine thing. Oh, no, it was it was uh, privileged. Like oh, Dr. that's right. Privileged. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She, Don't she tell refused them to disclose anything about it. Yeah. All right. That's right. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she ever said anything to anyone about it. So that's why Matt is the like the leaky faucet here. <laughs> that's a right term. Anyway, like you know, in terms of what he, because he's the other person that kind of knows. Here um, he goes. Here he goes. This is it. So I thought I was right. Okay. Uh, you want to know how I found you, Nora? You want the truth? When Matt told me you were gone, I didn't believe him, or or I couldn't. I just had this feeling you were still alive, and I would see you again. And then Matt died, and you weren't at the funeral. So that's the thing. So Matt said she was gone, uh, but Kevin didn't believe her. That's why he kept yeah. looking yeah, for yeah, her. Yeah. So, so I guess that's another. I guess that's another like subtle point there. At least I say subtle because I didn't realize it before. That that if if Nora actually didn't go through with it, then Matt should know that too, right? Wasn't he there? Yeah, he should know that. Yeah, so like, so then he would have seen her come out, and he would know that she decided to just go yeah, on the but, run. It, but then and covered still her. told people that she left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I mean, okay, but you know, it seems it seems stranger to me that he would do that if he knew she was still around than if she actually went through the machine. Yeah, that's stranger. It's still, I mean, it's all strange. Lori lying is all strange, you know. Like, yeah. All, it, there's, it's strange from every angle. There's no way it's not strange, you know. Um, <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, here's some more lines. Kevin. Kevin's like, yeah, everyone else said you were dead. Um, I decided to look for you. I was going to start where I lost you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think uh, Matt... I think Nora didn't go through the machine, but she couldn't go back to her real life, and Matt knew that, and Matt just told people she went through the machine, you know, she was gone. Uh, and maybe he just said gone. Maybe he didn't say what, you know, specifically the machine. Maybe he just said she's gone, and yeah. he took that to mean dead, or he took that to mean something else. 
you know, right. but uh, so so maybe not explicitly that Kevin thought she went through the machine, but but that she was dead, you know, effectively right. dead. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I don't know. I mean, it's just strange to me. <laughs> but yeah, fair enough. It, mm-hmm. It's strange. There's no way around that. That's just that's just and how why it do is. they why do they have to go through the machine naked? I mean, like <laughs> the departed were naked. Their clothes went with them. Ooh, right? Didn't their clothes pot. go with no, them? Plot. plot hole. No. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, definitely their clothes went with them. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah, just they a little just totally strange. A little strange. But you know, they're 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 doing this artificially, so maybe that's their way around it. Right. There you go. There you go. Nature doesn't need you to be naked. It's like the Terminator, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, their version is like the Terminator where you have to be naked. You have to be naked. Which is a little strange, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what the point is. Aside from it just, you know, gives the scene some some weight or something. It makes it seem it makes her seem really vulnerable. Well, and it, it's she's regressing, right? I mean, I think the idea. Yeah, I mean, she's in the fetal, the you know, fetal position, yeah. you know, in the womb, and yeah, that whole thing is there. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so in this scene, they're talking, they're doing a Mad Libs to come up with her obituary. So I mean, I think that's another sense that he's saying she died. You know, it's there's some obituary right. here. But it's just like he's got a. I mean, maybe he just makes some stuff up, but he can't just be like, "Oh, Nora, yeah, she died." Mm-hmm. Why like, can't she? Why can't he do that? How? I, what no, happened? Not, not, not that she died. That she's gone. <laughs> but Nora's gone now. Well, okay. What does that mean, Matt? She's gone. I'm sorry, Kevin. I have to take this phone call. <laughs> No, god damn I'll it. I'm late for a sermon. Destroys the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, people don't have to be explicit on this show. You know that, right? <sighs> they don't have to, but, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it's something this serious, I mean, come on. Really? Mm. Mm. He, he's, she's just gone, Calvin. You just gotta move on. Yeah, Calvin. she's gone, Calvin. <laughs> like, Really, that I mean, that just—it just seems like there's got to be a better story than listen, that. Listen, listen, it's the exact same fucking scene when, when, uh, when, when Kevin rides up on his horse in the last episode and uh, to Lori, and he's like, "Did Nora find what she was looking for?" I mean, how how general and ambiguous is that? You know, he doesn't know what it means when when Lori says yes. It's the same thing. Yeah, but that was before he was trying to find her obsessively. Yeah, yeah, but my he, point, my he point was is ready the to way... go through with his crazy thing, and he hadn't come to the realization yet that he fucked he, up. And... My only point is just the way characters talk to each other on the show. That's what my point is, and that's how they talk to each other. Like, but I think it makes a difference when they're like driven to know something versus like he just wanted like a basic sense that you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that she... Well, who knows when Matt died? You know, that's the thing. How long and, you know... And he when, better have died fast. When Matt died versus when Kevin started looking for her sort of a thing. You know, like, it, that timeline's a little up in the air. True. True. 
Um, you know, so I think that gives a little bit of cover. Like it wasn't like Matt was around for 20 years and Kevin kept seeing him and never telling, you know, uh, he never told Kevin where, where she was and stuff like that. Right. Uh, right. but I think, I think just in general, like that's just, you know, even if, even, you know, like she's gone, Kevin. And then he's like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, that's all I can tell you she's she's where she needs to be or you know something just something general and they would have been like moved past it i mean i don't and i agree that like he sh you know he he should press harder but i just feel like that's just how dialogue works on this show you know mm -hmm. i just if he's gonna spend that long randomly looking at australia you would think like solid leads like the last people who saw her would be like you know, I, I don't well, know. Well, that's what he said. He said he, he went, he started looking where he lost her, which was Australia. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, the only lead he has is the city they were in, I guess. Um, but the whole, but the point is it's supposed to be romantic that he was looking for someone he might not ever find. Not that, oh, he knows exactly where she is and he just needs to go find her. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I guess, like, I think it's, I, I, it just seems a bit problematic, like the the other characters who knew, mm -hmm. you know, certain certain answers. And and if Matt, I mean, if she didn't go through the machine, see, here's the thing: if she did go through the machine, then Matt doesn't know as much as, um, you know, uh, as in the other scenario, mm -hmm. because if she if she went through the machine, she didn't come back for for years, presumably. So like when he says she's gone, it's a little more authentic. You know, in terms of like, he doesn't really know uh, what happened to her. He just knows she's like not there anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, in the other case, you know, it's it's much more of a cover up. You know, in terms of like he kn he knows she's just but that's like, the point, right? I mean, that's what he says. What do you want me to tell people? You know, whatever you want me to. That's right. what he he wanted her you know, to but tell I, people. But I guess yeah, I wish I wish we got the line of what she wanted. You know what I mean? Because it just doesn't... The, I, she wanted him to tell people she was gone, regardless of if she left or not. That's how I take it. What else is she is, would she want to communicate to people? Clearly, she did not want to return to her life with those people, regardless if the machine worked or not, or if she went through the machine or not, you know? So I think that's the only message he could... In either scenario, whether she goes to the machine and she's like, hey, tell people I left, you know... Because, uh, I mean, the other thing is, you know, one scenario is she's going to go through the machine and it's going to work, but she tells Matt to tell people that she's still alive in Australia or something, you know, like that could have been a thing that happened, you know, if she wanted to hide the fact she went through the machine or she's going to go through the machine and it's going to work, but she tells Matt to tell people that she went through the machine and she's gone, you know, or the third scenario is she's going to go through the machine and it's going to work, but she tells Matt to tell people she she just died you know, not in relation to the machine, you know? Right. Um, but I think, um, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's confusing, but I think the whole point is Nora wanted out of her old life and that whether she goes to the machine or not, that's what Matt's going to communicate is that she's gone. She's unreasonable. She doesn't want Kevin to come find her. She doesn't want to reunite with him. And if Matt tells him anything other than she's dead, then he, you know, he is certainly going to go look for her, you know, and it's really just uh, to his own romantic credit that he decides to not believe Matt. 
I, I get that that's the point. I just I, I just can't I can't get off the idea that, you know, if if he's vague, it's like, why are you being so vague? If he says she died, how does she die? What happens? Can you you know what I mean? Surely he would want to know that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like, where did she die? What you know what I mean? The go there, find her. Where mm-hmm. is she buried? You know what? What happened to you know what I mean? Like. There's got to be a story there, you know what I mean? It just seems like, it seems like if he's that committed, as they want us to believe, like he's not just going to be satisfied with, you know what I mean? With with. Well, he's committed talk. to finding her himself. He's not committed to making Matt tell him the truth. But but I mean, shouldn't that I don't know? Shouldn't that factor in? I mean, isn't that like a, a solid bit of information? Isn't that better? To start there. Or maybe Matt randomly... says he wasn't there. Maybe Matt says he doesn't know what happened to her. You know, she's gone. I She was one place. I came back and she wasn't there anymore. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. There, there's a lot of ways it could go to where it makes sense, you know. But I think that just the general point is that she was supposed to communicate that she was gone. Yeah. You know, and it's unreachable. Just... You know, comparing that to, like, the scuba diving scenario where, like, the whole point of the scuba diving scenario is like, here's a story you can tell, you know, mm-hmm. she went scuba diving and, you know, she, she could kill herself, but That's something, the difference. Went, she can say, they can say something went wrong. That's the difference. Yep. The you know difference what I mean? With Nora is that's, and I think that's why it's called the book of Nora is that it's her time to tell the version of events. She wants to be true, whether or not they're true. Um, and I think, I think that's a good point is it is a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a counterpoint to the Lord, to the Lori's version of like trying to get out of life where there would be a, a story like the, the scuba diving, the guy who owns the boat would know what happened to her, you know, while she went down there and the body floated up and, you know, we, we autopsy shows this and that, you know, like that would have been more concrete. And I think. Yeah, like I said, I think that's that's why this is called the Book of Nora, the idea of, you know, her, her sort of her creating her history or her version of events. Right. right. And it's and it's up for however she wants to say it is, you know. Right. Um calls into question if the whole episode is fake. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Go down that road. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, it's like um, it's like yeah. the it's like yeah. You can imagine at the very end of the episode, like they cut to Nora and she's writing a book. You know, like Kevin's right. not, Kevin's not even there. You know, talking to her at the end. You know, she just this is the ending she wanted her story to have. Right. You know, I mean, I guess I, I mean they're not really making us think that. I don't think, but you could you could think that like she dies in the machine and all that stuff later. Is uh kind of is her dream her thing. afterlife death dream stuff? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You could totally take it that way. There's, the, I guess the only the only thing that sort of seems to suggest that's not true is the uh, the Lori call. Well, I was gonna not say that that... Lori died in real life, and this is the fake. Lori. Oh shit! Oh this shit! Because that did ju- seem like really notable about the episode that is very insulated. It takes mm-hmm. place in this very small area, and we don't see any characters from the show uh, except for Nora, Kevin, and and briefly Lori. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm I starting guess to think is... she died. <laughs> I didn't think that before. <laughs> 
now I'm like, God, maybe that's a better version of the story. Because I, I did think the machine just killed you. That's um, an interesting theory. Yeah, the, yeah. I think I think that works better for me uh, than the other story. And then it makes it it makes this like Kevin's hotel world, you know, where mm-hmm. she dies and she has this that's last her. minute. It connects it back to Lost, you know, this yeah. sort of thing that happens after you die. You get, a, thing. Yeah. you get a chance to, like, recreate reality with your loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think there's something, you know, in terms of if this was Nora's fantasy, the idea of Kevin searching for her for 20 years, I feel like that's a Nora right. fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, I didn't really think about that possibility at all. Me either. Um, <laughs> it just came to me, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say I, I do find that more plausible. I find that more plausible than either story that seems to be like the <laughs> obvious explanation. So so she goes with the machine and it works and she comes back. Or yeah. she doesn't go to the machine at all and she lies and says Hides she out did. the whole time. Yeah. yeah, you find it more plausible that she goes to the machine and she just dies and has this yeah. dream, last dream, death dream. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, all those problems go away, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about what Matt said, or, you know, I don't have to worry about why Dr. Von Egan didn't do shit, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, like, it, it, it all, you know, it all kind of makes sense. Yeah, there was something, too, I'm trying to figure out thematically, like, why is the nun another character on the show that she talks to in this time period, like, you know... Uh, and it's a nun who seemingly is not celibate. Like they're kind of making that point that some man was in her room. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. That's like a weird scandal. In the yeah, of which scandal. I'm like, is this nun? You know, so if this was a death dream, like, does the nun represent something in relationship to Nora? You know, I can't really think right. about what that is, but I'm, you know, I feel like there's some kind of metaphor there. You know, a woman who, uh, you know, eschews relationship with men for her faith, yet, you know, Nora catches her cheating on that. I don't know. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. You know, another older woman who's, like, celibate, like Nora seems to be, you know, or, you know, not not really seeking love, I should say. Um, right. uh, yet, you find this nun secretly you know, wanting that. Right. Um, and sort of being a hypocrite about it. And so maybe that's Nora's thing is she does, you know, she, she's telling herself she's fine and happy without Kevin, but she really isn't. Yeah. 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 I, I definitely think that's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Something, you know, and then we get the wedding, you know, and we get this like, you know, that's another thematic uh, point here. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going to continue thinking about whether or not Nora actually died <laughs> as we continue the going through the scenes okay. here. Because um, it's I don't know why I didn't think that was a possibility before, even though I thought that's what happens in the machine is you just get irradiating and die. Right. right. Yeah. Um, uh and I guess another feature of that is that uh, it 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 provides an answer about what happens with the machine, mm-hmm. even if it's you know the more disappointing one. Yeah. Like with the other story, like we'd never know what happens. Yeah, it's still ambiguous about what the machine does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. So so you want to head back into this? Mm-hmm. Um, 
basically the next thing is this this long sequence of you know Nora you know naked getting in the thing going through the process that was described earlier getting in the chamber all that stuff uh what we just talked about and you know she's maybe about to call out to stop or maybe not uh or maybe be both or maybe she's about to die mm-hmm. um maybe this is Nora's death scene right here yeah um and then we cut to the birds, the famous white birds um, from earlier in the season, mm-hmm. episode one specifically. Uh, and we see them. Uh, um, uh, we see that whole that whole bird sequence again. Basically, they they kind of catch us up to to that place. Uh, catch up is not the right word, but we sort of rejoin that story, I guess. Mm-hmm. This is actually the the close the thing this reminds me of is that that thing from season four, where like at the end of season three, it was we have to go back, Kate, we have to go back, mm-hmm. and then at the end of season four, Kate like slams on the brakes, backs up, and says, "What do you mean we have to go back?" Yeah, it's great. That's a, that's what this reminds me of. It's sort of like you know. You ever heard anyone, Kevin? Does that mean anything to you? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, there was this guy named Kevin here. Yeah, and, here's uh, the rest of that. That's it's similar to the thing on Twin Peaks, which I won't spoil, but that that thing in the last episode with the box, that's 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 the same kind of thing I was thinking where here's here's part two of that scene, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, exactly. But um this whole bird thing makes me think of that song on the wings of love, you know? Um, and, uh, I'll just read a little bit of the lyrics on the wings of love up and above the clouds. The only way to fly is on the wings of love. Uh, it makes me think of this whole bird flying through the clouds thing. We're on the wings of love. (laughs) Is it the bird? Yeah, it's the bird. Why is the bird evil? That's how birds talk. Okay. Are you not familiar with that? They're very selfish birds. Hmm. Um, but anyway, they believe in uh, birding and nothing else. Yeah. Um, and then we get another classic Lindelof type leftovers type beat later when the the birds don't come when they're supposed to come. Which oh, I don't know. Right. Like that's supposed to be a big deal, and I don't know why. I don't know. It just they're just late, and this is just the one time they're late. Yeah, the birds were late. <laughs> What's Who the big knows? deal? The birds were late. Yeah, I apparently it's it's a terrifying possibility mm-hmm. to think about. God, what happened to the birds? Yeah, like pterodactyls ate all the birds or something. Like, what do you think happened to them? Yeah, is this do they have pterodactyls in the in the world where the departed went? Maybe they do. <laughs> Maybe they do. They have two percent of the pterodactyls there. Why not? Why yeah. not? That's that's a lot of pterodactyls. Right? That's more than zero. I don't want to deal with 2% of the pterodactyls. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, just to finish, uh, we, we keep going. And uh, the nun says that uh, a man came by with a photo of her. She's going by the name Sarah at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, that man was, of course, named Kevin. Mm-hmm. There's our answer. Uh, the nun didn't tell him anything, um, but she suspected he knew she was lying. Um, 
and then uh, oh, so that's the end of this. So it's basically you know we we pick up um, uh, we pick up with the flash forward. Basically, the, the flash forward was the start of this future story or this uh, afterlife story, if you want to take it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, afterlife kind of fantasy purgatory ish. It would be if this if Nora died, then it then it just is the flesh sideways. Yeah, yeah, it like, just is. Like this, it's not even like the flesh sideways. <laughs> it's, they're like literally in the flesh sideways. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same place. Like if they went to LA, they would probably. Well, the difference is the difference is the flash sideways like reset, sort of reset with them not going to the island. Uh, that was that reality, right? Versus right. Nora here, her past is still the same. She did remember, right? I guess they, I guess they did a fake reset, but not yeah. a real reset. So it's sort of like it's sort of like they have their. But Kevin's doing that, right? Kevin Kevin's doing that. the pretending yeah. like it didn't happen. Yeah, and you're supposed to wonder, like, why, like, and it doesn't really make a, you know, this is she's in the she's in the Earth Two world. Uh, yeah, and, but there's a Kevin there, um, but they just never had a relationship. But then it it begs the question: is that there's another Nora there too? Then right? Like, wouldn't there have to be a second Nora in this place for Kevin to have remembered her from Mapleton? Right, 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 right. Uh, so that'd be weird if there's two Noras now. Yikes! 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 Yeah, they don't want that. No, no, that's getting too crazy. So, so she bikes home and she uh, starts packing a bag, and she's gonna. She's got all that pigeon money. She's gonna like <laughs> take that pigeon money and fly away, fly the coop, fly the coop. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, yeah, that's that's good. That's a good way to. If you ever find yourself living in rural Australia, mm-hmm. a good way to make money. You know, the bird answer is kind of like the Kevin answer. It's like. It's very straightforward. Like this is just like a thing they do for weddings. Yep. You know, like they they it's just like a party trick. Like you write your mm-hmm. love message and then the birds fly away with the message of love and then she throws it away later. Yeah. You know, just when a they pile come back. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody reads them. Nobody it's like cares. uh it's like we, we kinda theorized though, uh about uh the similarity between uh the messages from the Pearl Station from Lost, you know? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing where these messages just go nowhere for no one to read. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. And yet the people writing them presumably, like, you know, put some importance on them Mm -hmm. at least sometimes. Um, So, yeah, she's going to take the pigeon money and go. But before she gets a chance to leave, there's a knock at the door. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's Kevin. He's older. Yeah. And uh, he's claiming that they only met a couple times back in Mapleton, like at the school dance. And they uh, do a little flashback there. Uh, He claims he uh, recognized her when she pedaled by. He's just on vacation there. Mm -hmm. And uh, he always wished he asked her to the dance, to dance all those years ago. It's Um, so weird. It's such a weird scene. So he's there to invite her to the dance in town. Um, and, uh, of course, yeah, she, she knows that, you know, because of what the nun said that he's, he's clearly 
flying to some extent. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so she uh, sends him away, but... Uh, uh, Which is a says, weird setup, though, right? Because it seems like they muddled, muddied, or whatever. Uh, is, that, oh. is that the same word? <laughs> It's, um, I think it's the same idea, more or uh, less. Yeah. The the setup here, right? Because we know that this is, you know, like if this was supposed to be Earth 2, we know that this is Earth 1 Nora. We know that she doesn't have these memories uh, that this Kevin is purporting to have, right? So, like, that's that's fair. Wait, right? how do we know this is Earth 1 Nora? Oh! Wait, I almost had it. <laughs> well, who else would it be? Why would it be Earth 2 Nora? Earth 1 Nora is the one who went through the machine. Right, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Um if it's Earth Sorry, Two Nora, I... then we don't we've never met her before. Yeah, this is the first time <laughs> we're seeing her, and that's really weird. That would be like um, a bizarre way in the TV show. And here's another Nora we've never seen oh, before. Oh man, that's great. Um <laughs> Yeah, so so but it, it's weird that they they made it clear to us that Kevin's lying from the beginning. Yeah. So that we didn't really get to I mean, it becomes a question of why is he lying or why does he have these fake memories or whatever, or he's misremembering or something in the past. But but to, to, they start this with Nora knowing that he's lying about how he found her. Yeah, so, so would it be better if they, like, if they did it the other way around? Like, like he, uh, he comes to her door first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have this weird scene, and then she finds out from the nun that he was looking for her. Yeah, yeah. That he was lying, yeah. Yeah, because they, they were committed to that scene from the flash forward, but they didn't have to have it first. Mm -hmm. Well, so or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only... Because what they could have done, they could have made both things be true in a way. They could have said Kevin came to the church to ask about Nora, you know, so he asked the nun about Nora, and she doesn't say anything, and he leaves, and as he's leaving, he sees her bike away. Like, they could have had both things be true. Right, 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 right. right. Um, but it seems like he just made up the bike thing. Like, he just yeah. made that up, even though she's on a bike all this time. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, uh, right? <laughs> I mean, he had, he had a picture, right? I mean, I think that's the thing that makes it seem like he's got to be lying. Mm-hmm. You know, because if he just saw her there, like, oh, it's Nora from Mapleton. Like, he wouldn't well, have had a but it still would have been true. No, 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 but it still could have been true that he had a picture. He was looking for her. He goes to the nun, but the nun doesn't tell him anything. And then he sees her riding her bike home. He could have followed her home. And then when she says, how did you find me? He says, I saw you riding your bike. That would have been true. That part. But not not this other stuff. But uh, he doesn't. I mean, it's still he's not lying if he omits that he asked the nun about the picture. It's still true that he found her by seeing her ride her bike home. Like, that's still true. Yeah, he, but the he, other stuff. What other know? stuff? Well, the, like, I, I only knew you a couple times in Mapleton. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, only yeah. But I what only I'm saying is, you. like, it, what I'm saying is, like, that stuff is for sure a lie. But, I mean, she doesn't know why he's saying that, right? And And I guess I'm talking from the audience perspective, like... Like they they set up this scene by telling us by by having us know Kevin's lying, right? Which I guess we're supposed to just think he's lying about not remembering all the Mapleton stuff or Najardin stuff. Um 
But it seems like what they want is for us to think for a while that she's in the Earth 2. And that this is a different Kevin right. and they have a different history. Yet, they start that with us knowing he's lying about how he found her. So I just find that weird that, that they didn't like do it the other way, like you said. Like, he comes to her door first and he says, oh, I saw you riding your bike. She doesn't know that's not true. We don't right. know that's not true. And then he says, you know, I didn't, I don't, you know, I don't know if you remember me and all that stuff, you know, uh, we don't know each other that well. We would have known that that's not true, but we would have still been thinking this is a different Kevin, a different Earth or something. Right. Right. Minor point. It is a minor point. On how I they, see what you're saying. How they kind of setting this up. I see what you're saying. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I think, um, I don't know. Uh yeah. But yeah, but Kevin has to do this weird double lying thing when when cuz cuz yeah, that because they have the scenes in this order Nora knows that he showed the picture to the nun so she can call he right. can call she can call him out on it, but then he says, "Why would I have a picture of you?" Because he's got to, you know, he's still sticking to the thing that they don't know right. each other that well. Right. Right. It's it's just, just very strange. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's. Yeah, it's almost like they didn't want the audience to. Like, have a chance to really buy into this. It's it's almost mm-hmm. like we know it's artificial from the start. It's we. It's like we know it's artificial, but we don't. Know and the question what's going is just on. why is he doing it? Not, yeah. Not is is this you know is this genuine on some level? Like, have we hit the reset button? Did he? forget like mm-hmm. is this some other world is it a different kevin all those possibilities it seems like it it kind of rules those out pretty yeah. quickly yeah um uh okay so are you ready to continue uh-huh yeah okay so uh he he says he'll he'll be there if, if she changes her mind um uh, so, uh, yeah, in case there's any doubt oh, I'm sorry. Left. Maybe, maybe that did kind of happen. I'm a little confused now. I'm leaning in the lines. Did the nun say she didn't tell Kevin anything? Yeah. Okay, but then Kevin says later, well, Nora says, you showed a picture of me to the nun at the convent. That's how you found out where I lived. But if the nun didn't tell him anything, then, then, then that's not how he found out where she lived. Uh, then maybe he did see her riding the bike. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, now that's confusing. Hmm. Maybe it's true. So maybe, maybe they are true. trying to make the bike thing... Maybe they are trying to make the bike thing to be true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Tracked her down. Why is that so difficult to track? It's such a simple point. I don't know why it's even such a controversy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you, you would think you would think it would be a concrete thing. Um, it's not. It's not complicated. Like, how did he find her place? Was the <laughs> nun lying? Maybe she lied and was like and told Kevin where she was. Yeah. I mean, potentially. Wow. Uh, do we get a reveal about that? Um, yeah, maybe in the maybe later when they're talking, they Kevin says something more truthful. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so so you ready to go on? <laughs> Here it goes. A couple of days oh, ago, it? I showed your pictures of the nun. I saw it in her eyes. She recognized you. She knew you. 
and when I saw you, I couldn't believe it. There you were. So I don't know. Oh, he really did see her. Yeah, I guess he did see her. But so I, I guess he saw her on a bike. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because he says they didn't know where to start or what to say. That part's like, true. Oh, fuck it. I'll erase it. Yeah. 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 Like he knew he knew the nun knew her, but she didn't tell him. So he knew Nora was there. So so I so guess he just started looking around and he saw her on the bike. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, so that only took an hour to figure out. Yeah, that's that's not the biggest question in this episode, but no. damn. It's like the hardest one. Um for no reason. For no reason. Uh like why? 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 Um, all right, so are you ready? <laughs> ready this time. Okay, so in case there was any doubt left, uh, Nora goes to call Lori. That's right, Lori's still alive, or not, <laughs> yeah. as it were. She's um, only here because she's dead. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's always there's always room for that. Um so uh, Lori promises, I guess Nora's thought is like, oh, well, Lori must have told him because because Lori's the only one left who knows where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess Matt didn't even know necessarily where she went, even if he knew that, you know, that she was going to run away or something. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, she wasn't staying in contact uh, with Matt at that point. I think I think that's clear. Um, so anyway, she. uh uh, she didn't tell anyone uh, where Kevin was, um, uh, but uh, uh, you know, I, I guess she she thinks Nora wants like permission to go to the dance, and uh, Nora insists that's not true, but maybe it is. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I guess that's the end of this bit here. The whole yeah, thing. okay. Does she, uh, does she want to go to the dance or not? <laughs> Did you think that was going to be a question in the finale? No. Will Nora the go to the dance? Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, imagine getting a list of those. Like, yeah. <laughs> does Nora want you to know, go to the dance? I thought, I thought when, you know, Nora was telling Lori that uh, Kevin came back and he acted like they were never together, like it didn't happen, I thought it was going to be, okay, Kevin's having another psychotic break. Right. And, like, that was going to be where the story's going. But then Lori says, does he seem crazy? She says, no, he seems happy. Um, But then why is he making up? Why is, you know, I feel like Lori would be, well, maybe not this version of Lori, who's, like, probably past all this stuff now, but, like, that's very, con- you know, disconcerting. I think that Kevin would just pretend the past didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty years later, he's just gonna act like you. And and what's Nora supposed to think? <laughs> you know, like right. She remembers it happened. Now you're making her feel crazy. Right. It's not a very good way to flirt. <laughs> True. True. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess he explains it at the end. I mean, he gives his explanation, mm-hmm. which you can take for what it's worth. Um, yeah, you called me because you want to know if it's okay to go to the dance. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird thing. And again, this is this is why I feel like Nora's not over her issues. I mean, her first instinct when Kevin comes back is to run away. Um, you know, um, yeah, yeah. It's so I mean, and I guess maybe that's the idea is that she reconciled her. I mean, I guess maybe that's what you said before. Like she reconciled her kids and the departure related issues but she never reconciled her thing with kevin so when right. he comes back it's a it's still a big deal because she she never dealt with it right but it's like why are they even together why does it even matter <laughs> they weren't a very good couple to be because that's with. what this whole show's about but, what do you mean why why like why I don't know why. That's like, just, why should that's they be? To, why should they be together? They're ma- they're destined to be together. I Are have no they? idea. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they were thrown together by a series of strange circumstances, and you know, their paths entwined, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, why does Kevin, Kevin even Kevin back? Wife left him to join the guilty remnant, and her whole family departed. And so they listen. They were broken people. Each other. I, it's like again, it's like Fight Club. You met me at a very what very strange time yeah. in my life, or whatever that is. Yeah, but except it's for both of them. In a except way. it's for both of them in a way. But like, I don't understand why that means they should be together. What? They didn't help each other. They they just made each other worse. Uh. And then they broke up at the height of them being horrible to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when she, when she comes, you know, if she went to the machine or not, whenever she's done with her journey, like she doesn't try to find him ever again. I don't know. It just seems like they're not Romeo and Juliet. You know, they're what about not, all the good times? Like when? <laughs> Are you forgetting about all the good times? Yeah. Um, when were those? Uh, maybe in those three years we didn't see. <laughs> uh the three years that led to their breakup yeah mm-hmm. maybe it was good until you know maybe it was good until the book thing and then the machine thing mm-hmm. i mean okay that's so it's clearly a, not true but i was gonna say it's good until they had a way out of their relationship yeah, and you know Kevin's doing the bag thing, and she's getting tattoos and Wu Tang mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. breaking her arm, and yeah, yeah, they're they're totally fucked up at the beginning. So I, I find it really strange. I'm a little confused. I I understand this the romance here or whatever, but it just seems like maybe they're better off without each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like, but yet we feel like they, they should be together because... They can't leave each other alone, or at least Kevin can't. Yeah, she can. She would have been fine. It looks like she, she, yeah, she got away. She got away. Although now she does want to go to the dance. She's getting mm-hmm. pulled back in. Yeah, she wants to go to the dance, but she leaves. <laughs> Well, she leaves eventually. That's true. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear mm-hmm. what you're saying. It's, mm-hmm. it's a valid point. Definitely. Um, so shall we, uh, shall we continue, I guess? Yeah. As we, as we deepen the mystery of why these two, like, de- star-crossed lovers are destined to be together, um, 
surely, surely the answer's in here somewhere. It's in here somewhere. Uh, okay, so Laura, oh God, I keep doing this. Not Laura. Um, <laughs> Nora? I, having, having Nora and Lori is like a yeah. brain twister for me. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, then Twin Peaks comes and now Laura's in my brain and... Uh, anyway, uh, Nora takes a bath uh, and then gets stuck in the bathroom and then she beats down the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can we talk about that? Sure. Why? Because she was mad that the door was locked. No, why did the door lock on her? Oh. What's the whole point of this scene here? Because dreams, like she's I gotta, have no like, idea. She's got to like work to go to the dance. Like she like like life is is trying to stop her, and she's got to somehow like work work to get out of it, or maybe to, to show her. I mean, maybe this is her being an active character or something versus being passive, or I don't know what. But I find it strange that the door, the first time ever. Uh, the door locks on her, and she's. But but it wasn't any. You know, it wasn't anything more than that. She was able to get out. Yeah. But she yeah. had to like fight. You know, fight to get to the dance in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That maybe shows that she wants idea. it. Maybe she's really, she's really, yeah, committed to going. She's not gonna. Or maybe she gets committed because she has a hurdle <laughs> after like all that trouble. Like, yeah, I like better that's, that's dance Nora's... better be awesome. Yeah, that's like Nora's character is like, she like doubles down on things she can't have or whatever. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I found the door thing, you know, her being trapped, or she felt trapped, or she didn't right. want to be trapped. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. She's been trapped all this time, mm -hmm. and, this is the and final now, trap. She, now she wants to break free, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, go be a lovebird. That's what she wants. She wants to be a lovebird so she can fly away and then deliver a message back to herself <laughs> that she throws away. <laughs> a fake lovebird, not a real one. Mm -hmm. Fake lovebirds do the the real thing. Like maybe that's what happens. She goes to the machine and the machine turns her into that bird. There you go. That's <laughs> why so they cut to the bird flying because that was Nora. That was Nora, the bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prove it's not true. I I I wouldn't <laughs> dare. Oh jeez. All right. We go. Uh, okay, so uh, so she gets to the dance, and it's not a dance; it's a wedding. Uh, was Kevin invited? Yeah, we met at the hotel bar, and they insisted that I come. So, okay. Um, Nora presses Kevin to reveal how he found her. Uh, he continues to insist that uh, visiting his dad, mm, mm. he just had, in jail. <laughs> uh, he uh, he uh, happened to see her uh, riding by. Um, so he didn't remember getting their divorces on the same day, uh, or inviting him to go to Miami, that whole thing. 
You must have confused me with someone else, he said. <laughs> um, yeah, like, are we supposed to think, like, uh... Because he would have gone to Miami. Are we supposed to maybe think that this is, like, the other Kevin or something? Like, in, in the previous episode, when there were two Kevins, like, and, you know... He goes in as the assassin Kevin, but he comes out the president Kevin. Ooh, and second so this, Kevin. This is like second Kevin. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yikes. It's the other Kevin. Oh, Kevin, there's two of you now. <laughs> uh, that would have been interesting. They didn't really make that a plausibility, but... Uh, no. Is that a, a plausibility? Is that a thing? <laughs> can, uh, I, can, I, can plausibility be a noun? I I feel like it should be that way. Like, it works in French, let's say. This is a so big it, plausibility. It, it should work. <laughs> it should work. Like, possibility. You know, possibility can be a noun. Oh, a possibility. But is a possibility like a like a, like a plausible thing? Not necessarily. Yeah, unnecessarily. It's just possible. Yeah, that it looks is, like it's that's... it's just a non non plausibility could be a noun. Yeah, plausibility can be a noun. There it is. Okay. There I'll it is. Look that up. Yeah. Yeah, it should work. Good. <laughs> um, I, I'll just point out from do, doing my recent rewatch. I guess you remember it too. Like he really couldn't go to Miami at that time, at least you know, without abandoning his responsibilities. Now, I guess, like, you know, current Kevin, which by current Kevin, I mean Kevin 20 years ago at this point, um, did abandon his responsibilities mm. in Jordan. Like, they went through, like, the whole, like, uh, departure day without him. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it was fine. Tommy didn't say anything about it when he was talking to Lori on the phone. No, he didn't seem There's like no, there like, were any problems. Hey, where's Dad at? He's been missing, and we need him for all the crazy stuff that's happening here. Yeah, yeah. They were just like, oh, we heard Nora was in Australia or something. What's that about? <sighs> and I guess we're supposed to believe nothing, you know, a second departure didn't happen on the seventh anniversary. No. The flood didn't happen. No. Uh, just nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. It's just the beginning of the season again. You know, the people on the roof, you know, we're all yeah. waiting and then yeah. nothing happens. Yeah. And then our family leaves us. And then our family <laughs> Yeah, there it is. That is it, right? Because that's how Nora is, like, like the yeah. the colonial lady, um, who I, I don't remember if I mentioned on the podcast, but that was supposed to take place in Australia. That whole thing where they go up yeah, on the roof yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, but like, that's kind of how Nora is, right? After her family leaves her, and she's got no, she's ostracized by her community. She just yeah. goes to the church and lays down and dies. And it's like, that's what Nora is basically doing here. She's just yeah. going by herself to, to just wither away. And she's involved with the church. And involved in the church. Although yep. in a tangential way. But, tangential way. She's not sleeping there. She's not necessarily believing anything. But she's kind of working for them. Yeah. In a certain sense. Yeah. She's trying to get out of that bird money. Gotta get that bird money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, kids. You know, if they say the job market isn't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> you should consider moving to 
the Australian countryside. Don't, and... don't beak-leave them. <laughs> 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 don't beak-leave anything they say. <laughs> Build your nest in the outback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your financial nest. <laughs> um, it's, okay. a, it's an exciting adventure. <laughs> God. Oh, puns are the God. best. They are. Um, yeah, he just he had his hands full, you know. He was like he was like chief of police, and like mm-hmm. there were all these problems going on with the guilty remnant, and God knows what else. And he had family problems. Jill was getting into trouble, and his mm-hmm. dad was crazy, and it's just like you know, go to but Miami. None of that, none like, of that happened. That didn't happen. Right, I forgot. None of that happened. Don't forget, it didn't happen. So, next, this little part next where they're talking and, and they say, like, he talks about Matt's funeral and over 400 people came. Yeah. Who? Who? How? How? Uh, Jardonians. I mean, he, he was preaching to, like, a crowd that was, like, so packed that... They, they were they were like outside the church listening to loudspeakers. You know, he had a following. He had a following. Was, I didn't think he was the main preacher. Yeah, he was the main preacher, wasn't he? No. I I thought I thought they were saying he be, he became the main preacher. Oh, there. maybe that's what happened. I'm I forgetting. Thought... I'm forgetting that part. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. He was he wasn't in season two. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I thought. Oh, at I the thought beginning this... when he's talking. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't think he's know. The one by that point, I mean, we I never. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Michael's doing it. Hmm. And there, there was another guy there, but I don't know. I guess he left. Maybe there were some lines about that. I, I don't remember. But yeah. it, it seemed to me like he was the only one. He's the only one they ever showed like involved. You know, it wasn't John either. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he had he had he had followers. I agree that is a large number though. I mean, I take your larger point. Mm-hmm. Because um, I guess the weird thing about it is they had to travel to Mapleton. Yeah. And that is like if it if it was in Jarden, I would find it a little more plausible. Or maybe Kevin's yeah. lying and it was in Jarden or something. Or, oh, yeah. Or they had, one, they had one in Jarden, too. Or... Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they had two services and he's combining the numbers. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, but, yeah, it seems like it should be in Mapleton since that's where he went back to. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I guess people could, you know, fly up or whatever, but it is a lot, 400, I mean. Uh, the, I mean, especially because, well, who knows? I mean, maybe he acquired a following in, in Mapleton, Again, but like there, it was a big thing in season one that like his congregation was dwindling down to nothing, and he was just desperate to like have someone show up and get him to do a baptism. You know, like yeah, oh thank true. you, thank you for giving me something to do. Mm-hmm. Like feeling sort of you know sort of like worthless, like he like no one needed him to to do his thing. So yeah, anyway, uh, that's a good point. I didn't think about it at all, and uh, it's yeah. It's strange. Uh, yeah, so so uh, basically, uh, this is sort of if-then kind of time. You know, well, if you were in Mapleton, then you must know Matt. Okay, sure. Um, uh, he, you know, um, 
uh, he was hoping that Nora would come to, no, Kevin was hoping that uh, Nora would come to her brother's funeral, which is very valid. Mm -hmm. Um, But she did not. It certainly sold the story. Theoretically. She didn't want any, and even Lori said that, like, that was their deal. Lori doesn't tell her anything about the people there and vice versa. And, like, she just didn't want anything to do with that past life, which suggests to me she didn't go through the machine. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, So Mary did the eulogy uh, when Matt died, uh, presumably from the cancer. Uh, so this is like the Matt death that I was expecting. It's it occurs off screen. Yeah, uh, and it's twenty years later, but still, mm-hmm. I'm gonna count it just because like by the end of this show, he's the only, um, you know, uh, main character at least from this season that that died. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I'll like to half count that. <laughs> In terms of what. In terms of like say saying I thought he would die. Oh, I see. So like I think it sort of counts. Yeah, it counts. also sort of doesn't count, but I'll take it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Jill got married, had a baby. Tommy had a marriage, I guess, that didn't work out. Uh, but he's cool, like I guess. It's a pretty quick like. Here's what we get for yeah. Uh, characters. All these main characters. Here's a couple of lines about them. This is all they're going to get, really. Yeah. Um, Kevin didn't remarry, because I'm still holding a candle for you. That would Mm -hmm. be of course. Me, the woman you met two times? Are you sure? (laughs) What's wrong with you, sir? Yeah, right? Two times, and you you just started, you just thought I was the one for you, and you never changed your mind. I know I was looking good those two days. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> was it that good? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, he points out that after his mom, his dad never remarried. People hold candles. Yeah, they were married. They were fucking married. Mm-hmm. It's a little different, Kevin. It's a little different. You're saying you saw her a couple times. It's a little different. Um. He mentions that uh, Kevin Sr. is still alive. Um, Nor mentions that uh, he must be immortal, <laughs> like his son. Uh, but no, Kevin's mortal. He had a heart attack, so he must be mortal. Because he has mm-hmm. a pacemaker, so he's mortal. Um, uh, then uh, the bride comes by their table to collect the love messages and uh, they're supposed to spread those around. Oh, 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 I want to talk about this heart condition. Did we talk about this before? Go for it. Is this a thing that we've heard before, this heart condition thing? I don't think so. Because um, I feel like that was part of my theorizing before, that, like, Kevin had some kind of condition that, that, that allowed him to sort of die, and but not really die, you know, drown, but not really die completely. And I feel like this is a little bit of a hint of the explanation, presumably, of, of of why he was able to sort of, you know, die or get or drown but not really die if right. he had some strange heart condition that, you know, that was, you know, allowing this thing to happen. Right. So I thought that was interesting they threw that in there. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. It definitely could be that, you know. it's It's supposed to, in part, confirm that, he's not really immortal, at least not like finally, 
But yeah, it's, it'd be interesting if the confirmation that he's mm-hmm. not immortal as a kind of explanation for why he seems to be immortal. Well, yeah, and the thing is, he was only really, I mean, Matt only thought he was immortal in, in Jarden to begin with. Yeah. Not like true. everywhere, or, or that he you couldn't shoot him in the head and he would die. But Matt, was, Matt didn't know what he was talking about. He was well, just, Matt yeah. seemed to recant it all of his beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the end. Exactly. Um, but Kevin seemed to have done a pretty plausible resurrection in Australia. So, you know. What are you saying? That Matt should have believed that? Well, Matt, I don't think Matt even ever knew about it. But oh, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, it seemed like Kevin's powers, whatever they were, still functioned in Australia. Oh, for sure. Like, for he didn't sure. necessarily have to be in Jarden. Mm-hmm. The Jarden thing was just not important at no. all this no. season. They were done, done with Jarden. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole thing of, like, blowing up... Oh, and in the interview, Damon Lindelof did mention, like, the idea that they basically blew up the Guilty Remnant. Like, that, that is what that scene was supposed to be. Because as we, as we now reach the end of the series, we can see that the Guilty Remnant did not make an appearance in the story again. We didn't yeah. find out that the Death Cult was the Guilty Remnant or anything like that. So, wait, um, so what's supposed to be him blowing up the Guilty Remnant? Oh, the the beginning of the season, uh, when the bomb hits the oh. visitor center in Jarden, and that was supposed to be all of them. Yeah, I mean, it's like he just put that as like killing the, you know, blowing the up the story guilty rem- of the guilty remnants down yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Which, like, you know, that, that's kind of what I thought was going on, but you know, you never know. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I wanted to see Kevin Scar. His pacemaker scar, because I kind of didn't believe him. Oh, he didn't show the scar. I don't think he showed the scar. Oh, interestingly, it seems like that also ties in with what happened to him in the hotel world. You know, like like do the surgery. You know, to like reach in and get yes. that thing. You That's know, a good like point. That, yeah. that he's got a scar there. You mm-hmm. know. Like yeah, that would be cool if he had the same like a scar in that same area. That would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have like tied in in a weird way with this. I don't think they really connected those dots, but it, it seems like there's there's something there. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So Kevin uh won't tell Nora what he's putting on his love message because that's for him to know in some lonely Eskimo to find out. Because <laughs> um, like what? Like the pigeons are flying to Alaska? Like I don't. I don't. That's how pigeons work. I don't quite understand. Uh, do they do they migrate that much? I mean, no. I mean, that's the idea behind the lovebirds is they're supposed to fly and bring messages of love all over the world, and that's the whole that's the whole ruse, right? Is the birds oh. are actually trained to fly back to Nora's place, but the people at the wedding think, oh, these birds are going to go out and send messages of love all around the world. That's like that's the I party see. trick. I see. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. Well, I knew they were supposed to, like, fly around, but I, I guess I didn't necessarily know they were supposed to fly, like, no. really fly around. Like, Yeah, I mean, woo. they're told that they fly all long around the world, but, but clearly, as Nora says, those birds are trained to do one thing, which is fly back home. Right, right, right. Though sometimes they're late. Sometimes, they, sometimes they stop and hang out with their friends first. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was traffic. Could have been. Could have been. That's a good, good theory. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so it's like, on uh, Twi- it's like on Twin Peaks. It's like, how long does it take you to get home normally? <laughs> God. Oh, God. That's so weird. I still don't understand that thing. We'll talk about that on Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still, it's like episode five, part five, sorry. And I still don't get it. Anyway. I do. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Next, uh, the guest put some uh, put some beads on the neck of a goat, and the goat is like a scapegoat, and the necks are like the neck the necks. God, I keep saying necks. The beads are like uh, sins, I guess, and so they're gonna like cast out the goat with their sins. You know, that's the I idea. I cast you out, goat. Yeah, that's that's literally a quote from the yeah. Bible. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, finally, um, so back. let's talk about the scapegoat real quick. Oh, okay, sure. So there was like a second thing. Oh yeah, lovebirds, a scapegoat. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, the goat escapes. It's a scapegoat. Um, right. Was there a third thing like that? Some weird like, uh, like I don't. Even, what do you even call that? What is that? Literal figurative <laughs> thing. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> Literal figuration or something. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Figurative I, I don't alliteration. know if there's a better word for that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a third one? Like, is that where scapegoat comes from? From some practice of goats taking upon sins? Like, well, yeah, uh, I think it's from the Bible. I think that's the origin of that. Okay, what was it in the Bible? I, I think there's a thing in the Bible where somebody um, blames a goat. Where Jesus. Uh, takes uh, takes some like demons and like puts them into a goat, um, and then like has the goat like walk off a cliff. Although maybe that happens with a pig, and maybe the goat story was slightly different. Yeah, this is the goat. This is exactly like they depict on the show. A goat is sent into the wilderness after the Jewish chief priest had symbolically laid the sins of the people upon it. Oh, okay. It's Old Testament stuff. Yeah, Leviticus sixteen. Leviticus. Okay, okay, okay. The Jesus story, I guess, is with pigs or something. And but uh, then, is it called a scapegoat in the Bible? I think so. Like okay. probably in the King James version or something like that. Oh, it like translated I, into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's certainly not used in the original language, but but yeah, I, I bet like a, an influential translation came up. That would be my guess. Uh, well, do you really want to know? Well, there's something about a goat for a Zazel here. Yeah, goat for ooh, interesting. That's yeah. a connection. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the etymology. The, apparently, here. the Hebrew of scapegoat is I don't I'm not gonna pronounce it, but the translation is goat yeah. for a Zazel. It's co- it, this says it's coined by Tyndale as a translation of the Hebrew exactly a Zazel. Um, so Tyndale was was the translator who who did the the bulk of the. Uh, translation for the the King James version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's 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 where it came from. All right. So yeah, he basically made up that term based on the Hebrew. And and I guess like I guess you can interpret parts the the parts that make up Azazel as being goat and escapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the 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 concept there. Um, so that, I mean, that's basically the idea is like the goat, you know, the goat will run off into the wilderness and, you know. Yeah. What a loophole to get rid of your sins. 
Yeah. Let's put him on this goat and get that goat out of town. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's all you got to do. So this is before, yeah, New Testament and Jesus comes. Yeah, no Jesus. It has a better loophole for getting rid of your Now, Jesus did put some demons in some animals. And I I thought they were goats, but now I'm thinking maybe they're pigs. But maybe they don't even specify. But he totally puts some demons in some animals and then drives them off of a cliff. Like, that's a thing. Hmm. But yeah, it's unrelated, apparently. Yeah, okay. But it seems similar. It seems similar. Um, but yeah, this is specifically referencing the the true scapegoat, which is, yeah, the old Leviticus. Let's, uh, let's send a goat with our sins, or our beads, as it were. Yeah, it seems like that's who Jesus is. He's like the, the, the biggest scapegoat. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The ultimate scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not surprising they would go for some kind of religious imagery here towards the end. Since that's obviously, you know, a big theme in the show. Uh, yeah, and then we get this, did, did, uh, have you ever seen anybody sacrifice a goat? No, that'd be yeah. weird. And it's like, yeah. really, Kevin? Really? Like, really? Everything that really? happened that we saw, just, you're just gonna pretend. Not yeah, only pretend like didn't it didn't happen. That's like, cool, right? Isn't that cool? Yeah, I mean, not only pretend it didn't, it, like, these things didn't happen, but he's giving, like, uh, commentary on this, oh, if okay. it did happen. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that, that I think that's something that Damon Lindoff likes to do from time to time, sort of comment on his own story within the story, yeah. you know, like, that was, that reminds me of when Nora's reading from the book of Kevin, like, where does Matt come up with this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like, yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a writer thing, I think, to sort of comment on the story, like, and put it in the mouth of a character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that the whole time I'm kind of waiting for him to crack. Um, so, so anyway, finally he asked her to dance and, uh, they dance and, uh, uh, then she pulls away and says, she can't do this because it's not true. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, and she leaves. Um, so yeah, I, I guess my interpretation is like she couldn't, uh, she couldn't buy into the the fantasy, you know that, um, you know that 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 those things didn't happen, that they didn't, you know that they yeah, just that's who she oh. is. I mean, it's the same with her kids. Like she couldn't pretend yeah. like they didn't depart. Right. Um. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, so she, uh, uh, she arrives home, she finds the pigeons didn't return. That's, that's a question there. Um, and then she bikes off to confront the nun. Um, and she finds that there's, uh, as we mentioned earlier, a, um, gentleman caller, as they say, sometimes, uh, sneaking (laughs) out of her place. Um, the nun insists that she, uh, she, uh, she didn't feed the birds anything different or do anything different. Um, uh, like, I guess she's, she's, she's trying to figure out the mystery of the birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then maybe they're off delivering their messages of love. <laughs> Nora was not buying that. Not at all. Um, but she said, hey, it's just, a, it's a nicer story, you know? Um, uh, so then Nora heads back home. Uh, she rolls over some beads. That's and the thing. It's a nicer story. That's nicer that's where I was trying to think of that. when. So, yeah, that's what I think. You know, and I wanted to bring that up, too. At the beginning of the, the very the first scene when Nora is recording her video testimonial, she says she doesn't lie, which I think has to be a thing we think about with, you know, in terms of bookmarking this episode with the ending where she's telling Kevin this story. Yeah. And I think she's lying. And it's 100% true. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I yeah. knew you were, where you were going with that. No, no. Was, what I happened? Took a, I took a left turn. I went the other way. <laughs> Um, isn't there something else like that where where they, they do the same kind of thing where a character says one thing? Oh, no, I'm thinking of, um, I think I'm thinking of, um, Uncertified when, uh, when Nora tells the, the, the perfect death, you know, the scuba diving <laughs> death, and then, like, Laurie uses that later. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, so she rolls over some beads, and uh, I, I'm just the bird mystery is like what? I, I sorry, just for a quick pause. What? Yeah, like, I, I mean, let's talk about that. I want to talk about Father Brian too, or whoever the motorcycle guy is. Like, oh God, he's he's a priest. Well, no, that's what's weird is they make it strange uh, because Nora asks who's the man, and the nun is like, oh, you mean like Father Brian? He's the only oh, man who's permitted. She, she's she's just not acknowledging. Yeah. Then, but then. She says, does Father Brian ride a motorcycle? And the nun says, no. Right. So it's like, right. well, who's that guy? Is He He doesn't seem to be Father Brian. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And He's, it's weird, yeah. like, when the guy climbs down from the ladder, he looks back up to the window and does, like, the Holy Cross or whatever that's called. You know, where he did... What is that called? Yeah. Is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh... No, there's a name for that. Yeah, uh, there's a name for that. I don't remember. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, the little yeah, yeah, the yeah. gesture of the cross Crossing thing. Crossing yourself, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which is a weird thing to do if he just had sex with a nun. It's a very weird thing to do, but maybe that's why he had to do it. Or maybe that's why he did it, because <laughs> he just committed a sin or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so the birds, I mean... I think the bird is just about Nora losing stability. You know, Kevin comes back to her life and upsets things and the birds are not where, you know, the bird is something very predictable for her. Uh, right. And the fact that it became unpredictable, she doesn't like. I, that's the only thing I can think is of note with the with the bird stuff. Right. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's an odd. It's an odd mystery. And of course, they return at the end, and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you know, we didn't have anything to do. <laughs> Why do your birds sound like gangsters? That's what, that's the way birds talk. It's it's. Have you ever listened to a bird? Listen, if there's a bird talking to you that sounds like that. <laughs> Don't. It's what I hear when I listen to the birds. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so you ready to continue? Yeah. 
So Nora runs over some beads, and then she discovers that the goat has been stuck to the fence by those sin beads. Did the beads cause her bike to to fall? Did cause her to like trip with the bike? Is that the idea, or did she hit a pothole? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not sure. Um, like I thought she she saw the beads or she rolled over the beads, but that's not necessarily. No, she hit something pretty hard. What that she made hit? Her, yeah, yeah, I couldn't have been the beads because she hit something pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes yeah. flying from that bike, which is strange yeah. because she's gone down this path how many times? You A know, lot. yeah, and this is the one time she hits the crazy thing that she never hit before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if her story's true, she's probably been doing this for, I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you learn that shit after a few days. Because that'll, you know, oh, fuck up your wheels. <laughs> Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those bottles, they, they are serious. Um, so she, uh, she rescues the goat and leads it back to her place. And uh, the goat eats some of the uh, love notes, but uh, mm-hmm. she gives it some some real food. Um, and uh, uh, let's see. Uh, then she sits down to read some of the notes. Um, uh, and uh, then Kevin shows up. Uh, and he's, I guess he's ready to tell the truth now. Yeah, I'm looking at this scene where Nora takes the beads and she kind of puts them on her head and she kind of looks up to heaven and I'm like, is she, does she want to be punished or she feels like she needs to be, yeah, take sins or like something's happening here, you know? So there's something metaphorical or allegorical here uh, with these beads and, and her taking them from the goat or... Right. Yeah, I don't know what it is, though. But something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're like, explicitly symbolic. Um, uh... But I still don't get it. Yeah, that's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> they tell us what it is and what it means, but what not what it means. Like, yeah, uh, is she taking the sins of the town? Is she right. have taking her like uh, taking responsibility for her own sins? Her own like sins. what uh, you know, like uh, Kevin's other people's. Yeah. Um, like, is was she shouldering their burden somehow? Like, I don't really get it. Right. Yeah, I don't get it either. Uh, but goats will eat anything. They will. It's true. It's true. I bet that goat was like, those love messages were better. <laughs> better than what? <laughs> better than what she gives the goat. Oh, better than the food, yeah. Like vegetables or whatever. Yeah. Um... It's interesting that she doesn't, I don't know, it's been a while at least and she's, she's thrown those letters away. It's just kind of a big bucket of them and they just kind of stay in a big bucket. Yeah, yeah, just a giant growing bucket. Yeah, I mean, they're really small, so I guess they can hold a lot and maybe mm-hmm. she'll like empty it eventually, but it seems yeah. like she doesn't have to do that for, you know, maybe a couple times in her lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah. So, all right. So Kevin shows up. Are you ready for that? Uh, apparently. So when Matt, this is what we were talking about earlier. When Matt told him she was gone, he couldn't believe it. Um, even after she didn't show up at Matt's funeral, mm-hmm. he still couldn't believe it. So every year since, he used the two weeks of vacation to return to the place where he lost her in hopes of finding her again and uh, showing her picture to random people, uh, just hoping someone will recognize her. And finally, uh, when he showed the uh, her picture to the nun, he saw in her eyes that she knew Nora. And so finally... He found her, but he didn't know what to say, so he decided <laughs> to erase their past so they could have another chance. Man, Kevin, why? That just That's the most old Kevin thing you could have done, is, is pretend it didn't happen. Like, that's his whole problem, is running away from things. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's so crazy to me. He's, he's, he's facing it now. <laughs> yeah, when he has no choice. Well... <laughs> yeah i agree it's weird it's weird uh it's almost like it could have been it could have been like a 20 minute episode if he was just straight with her from the beginning right we could have just had like an epilogue episode could have been a 19 minute episode if those birds came back on time (laughs) so true (laughs) so true so true. Could have been yeah, an 18-minute like, episode if that dude wasn't bonking the uh, nun. Um, so... <laughs> bonking the nun. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, bonk. Um, so I, I want to go back a second tad bit here in his this soliloquy he's got. Um, Kevin uh, talks about the night, you know, he was in the hotel, the fucking hotel, and burned his fucking book. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so even though we saw the book again after it the burning matter. of the book, it was effectively dead. It was as, a red herring. As was the book that he that Kevin Senior threw away in the trash that yep, never that got found. No, so this nun didn't find it. There was no, no connection there at no, all. No one's finding the book of Kevin and believing. No one's in it. worried about Kevin. In There's fact, no cult of Kevin. All the people who believed in the book very quickly stopped believing in it. Very quickly. Yeah. 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 Note to any future prophets: uh, get some <laughs> disciples who have the have conviction. I'm just just want yeah. to say, like. If you're if you're the next Messiah, you don't want some um, some uh, flippity floppity disciples uh, <laughs> following you. Exactly, who will just like abandon you the first time they meet someone who thinks they're God. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it in mind because it, it's a plausibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like all those possibilities, like the book, the book really went nowhere. I mean, no. the book was, the book was a mere contrivance in a way to mm-hmm. get some of the characters, you know, besides Kevin and Nora over to Australia, you know, and I, I guess it served a small purpose in Grace's story as well. But even that was unnecessary, mm-hmm. you know, like her basic goal 
Like they didn't need to have her murder anybody. No. You know, I mean, I guess it I guess it pushes the stakes and it shows how committed she is and it it kind of makes it kind of makes the story more serious, but 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 really she could have just found Kevin Sr. and he could have just told her told her about Kevin Jr. Look, it's ridiculous that she thinks that because she found a piece of paper that that meant a guy could go to the afterlife and talk to her right. kids. I mean, right. could you imagine the num the thousands upon thousands and thousands upon thousands of different pieces, uh, different pages from different books that if you found them would lead you to believe insane things, you know? Um, and just because it's handwritten or something, I don't know why, you know what I mean? Like that, obviously it's about her desperation, you know, but, but like, that's insane that she just finds a piece of paper and just believes what it says wholeheartedly enough to kill a person. She has no, it's it's different than like Michael and Kevin senior and, and other people and, uh, you know, Matt, you know, who, who sort of saw some of Kevin's specialness and, and had some sort of reason to believe it. But like, she had no reason to believe anything that piece of paper said yet. She killed a guy over it. It's insane. It's insane. All to ask her kids where the shoes were. And Liam (laughs) said, why does it matter, mom? (laughs) Move on, mom. Move on. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, Grace. That's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. So crazy, it's hard to believe that actually happened. That was a whole big part of the story. Yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. building the boat didn't matter. Nah. Uh, I mean, well, at the end of the this boat, recap, the we'll, boat was we'll, nothing. we'll go through the list of things that didn't matter at the end of this. It's going to be a long list. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll just oh, re- shit. We'll just refer you to the show. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah. Fucking A. Oh, my God. Yeah. that. I mean, that's why I, I do. I do kind of wish that um, I do kind of wish that this was just like a 20 minute epilogue or something. Yeah. You know, cause it's, it just sort of seems like that's the, that's the, um, that's the amount of story that they have. Yeah. I wish Kevin would have shown up and they just, they just hashed it out from the beginning. I mean, yeah, uh, that, you know, I didn't need him to pretend like it didn't happen. That just makes no. me think his character didn't change in 20 years. Yeah. And that's a big problem. That's, that's a, a big problem. Because I don't think we're supposed to think that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it does just seem like, at least in part, you know, a contrivance yep. to 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 make the episode, you know, take longer. <laughs> And then, and they give us a little bit of a mystery about where Nora might be or right. what's the relationship here. Right, a kind of a here. fake mystery, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um. At which you know, I get that they, I get that they want to do that, and you know, I, I mean, I can see shades of Lost here, and that like, you know, it's the, you know, they're they're going for a character based ending, but you know, they're still they're still writing the show in a way like it's a mystery show. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, and and they're it, all out of mysteries. <laughs> and they, but they're all out of mysteries. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so that that's it comes off strange. Um, of course, they do end it on a weird, on a on a on a true mystery. But um, uh, but there's a lot of fake. Wait, mystery what's going the true mystery here. they end on? What happened to Nora? 
Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. I mean, I say true mystery because there's no, I mean, unlike with the, you know, the Kevin thing, there's no confirmation one way or the other about what she says, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, all right, so you ready for the tea? <laughs> I'm ready for the tea. Nora says she was going to make tea, and that's when you know the episode is kicking into high gear. Right, when you <laughs> slow boil some water. <laughs> and let some tea leaves, Steve, you know. Yeah, watch oh, man. Yeah. Buckle the fuck up. Yeah, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Bay joint. Yeah, exactly. Get to the chopper. Mm hmm. You know, take cover. Mm hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Shit is getting real. Brings a new meaning to tea, Earl Grey, hot. Ooh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay, she's making tea. So, yeah, so she makes tea. And uh, she comes over. The first thing she does, this is a writer thing. She wants to clarify which parts of what you said were true. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, again, once Kevin is revealed to have been lying, now it calls into yeah. question everything he said. Well, the question is still, is he is he telling the truth about any of this? Well, you could ask that. But at the very least, you know, he's going to say that uh, he was telling the truth about the heart attack Matt's mm-hmm. funeral, his family. Uh, he's not in Mapleton. He he's in Jarden in their right. house. Mm-hmm. Still, Lori and John are next door. I think it's Mike, Nora's house. She thinks she bought that house. She did. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, it was her money that bought the house. That's true. Mm-hmm. The uh, house that Nora built. The house that yeah. With that, she got that money because of uh, how valuable her. Uh, her her property was right uh, because of the uh, because the science, she, was a, she was a lens the science project yeah 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 exactly um, uh, and it's weird they never connected those scientists to the uh, to yeah. the machine to the machine science I I thought that was the thing they were gonna do and like that's why they even knew about Nora to begin with you know and and put it her was on so the list yeah. Yeah, no, they need to meet these people because, like, apparently they really figured it out, or at least they think they did. <laughs> right. Because um, the other people didn't claim they really knew. They were just kind of trying to understand, you know. And that's why it seems like it should connect. Like, back way back then, yeah. they were doing preliminary research, and then they found out, you know, the key of the radiation and then could build the machine from it, you know. Right, right. So yeah, that's a nice, you know, woulda, coulda, but but didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, the science part of the story, yeah, would have been nice. Would have been nice to have a little more coherence there. Yep. Um, no, though. None nope. for us. Uh, right, so Lori and John are next door. I don't know. He doesn't mention it. Still doing the fake psychic readings, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they stopped doing that. I guess it's up for debate. Yeah, I feel like they stopped doing that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Michael is running the church. Uh, Erica visits. Um, Let's see. Uh, Nora admits. Okay, so now Nora admits that she uh, talked to Lori Mm -hmm. occasionally. 
Um, but he says, don't be mad at her. She's my therapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it goes back to that thing you were talking about at the uh, when when they when she agrees to be her therapist and gives her the lighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? Not the lighter, but cigarettes or something like that. Yeah, cigarettes. Um, yeah. But yeah, that actually mattered. That actually mattered. I know. I was like, I was like, this is such a whatever. Like, they're never going to speak again. And I'm like, oh, of course I was wrong about that. <laughs> of course, they're not only they speak again, they're like the only ones who are speaking this mm-hmm. whole time. Like, she's the only <laughs> one who speaks to Nora again. Yeah. For the next 20 fucking years. Like, yeah. of course. Of mm-hmm. course. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, uh, she's my therapist. Yeah, great. <laughs> great. That's, 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 that's a good reason, Nora. Uh, why didn't Nora tell Kevin herself where she was? Because the last time, here it comes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's the reason. Because the last time they had seen each other, Kevin was right. She needed to be with her kids. And she was never going to heal, so she needed a way to get them back. So she found it. She uh, she went to the machine, the, the radiation machine. She went to the other side, and it was exactly like this world, <laughs> except not at all. Um, uh, first, she was in the same parking lot. Uh, and uh, everything seemed deserted, and eventually she finds out that basically, as we discussed earlier, it's a Earth two. It's a flipped. It's sort of leftovers in reverse. Like imagine mm-hmm. the leftovers, but like the serious Walking Dead version of the leftovers, where ninety eight percent of the world's population disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, so she, nonetheless, undaunted was Nora. She made her way back to Mapleton and uh, found her kids and her husband. And he had a new wife and they seemed to be happy. Uh, And I guess in this world, they had it pretty well. Like, I guess that's part of the thing here that, in the mirror image world, those who departed to get, you know, I imagine the cast of Perfect Strangers, like, yeah. <laughs> clinging to each other or something. You know, in, in this world where you, if you depart together, you know, you, you sort of have each other. Uh, of course, to them, I guess, they, they're seeing it as not well, very many, not very many, only one person from our family departed, which is unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it has to do with, like, if you were together or not. It's just that the ones who departed are here, right? Like, are you saying, like, it had a pro- has to do with proximity? Oh, no, 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 no. I just meant, I just meant like, the people you know, like, also departed slash didn't depart, depending on your perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your, your immediate family, I mean, regardless of where they are, you know, in location... You know, at the time. Yeah. I'm just saying, do you get what I mean? No. All, all, all I'm saying is that, um, all I'm saying is that, okay. What is all you're saying? It's, it's not that complicated, and yet I'm having a hard time explaining it. Like, basically, Nora's whole family, from, from Nora's perspective, yep. her whole family disappeared, right? Yep. Yep. Her whole family departed. From her family's point of view, mm-hmm. only she departed. Yeah. 
So that, that's all I'm saying. In like basically, if in the 98% wor world, if like a, a, whole, a whole bunch of people from a from a family or from a group departed, then that means they're all together in the 2% world. Does that sure. make sense? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's sort of like everything that we thought about, you know, so Nora like had it the worst in the 98% world because her whole family departed and that was like super unlikely. So she was super unlucky, mm -hmm. you know, and the 98% world is like the opposite of that. Yeah. You know, like most people lost a lot of people. Almost everyone lost their whole family. And it's rare, the family that even stayed somewhat, you yeah. know, together, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, yeah. when you're talking about 90. So it's just like she she wouldn't be special in that world. Mm -hmm. That's why you she know? didn't stay. Everybody's Nora in that world, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like it's a world of Nora's. Which nobody wants. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. You disagree? Well, no, but still, ouch. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, Nora, she's, see, you know, she's great. But yeah, world of Nora's, I mean, you know, mm -mm -mm. it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Let's, let's, let's dial that back a little. Uh, can we go back to where uh, she's, she's telling this story and then she, they do what we, you know, I think this is for the audience where Kevin interjects and he goes, and then you changed your mind. Oh, right. Uh, you know, he's ex trying to figure out why she's still here. If right, she the left machine. that part out because it wasn't true, apparently, according to her story. So, yeah, 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 so... but the Setting idea me up is, to think that that was true. I mean, I was so sure. Yeah, but then she immediately says no. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't change yeah. my mind. Uh, which makes me think she changed her mind. Um, mm -hmm. But it was interesting they brought that up. Um, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I thought that her description of this other place was was fairly interesting and, and kind of the things that they have to deal with. Um, it'd be interesting. If, it'd be cool. I mean, they wouldn't be able to do this because it would prove that she went to the other place. But it'd be interesting if, like, there was, like, a spinoff, you know, right. where it's just Nora in the other place. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Uh, yeah, just, like, traveling to Mapleton was a, was a huge ordeal. Mm -hmm. You know, just because, um, uh, you know, travel is difficult. Like, there's not enough, like, pilots to maintain, um, yeah. you know, airplanes and stuff like that. It's, a, it's a, like, you know, when you lose 98% of the population, like, it's, you know, a lot of basic functions that people are serving are, are not going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like, you know... Uh, functionally, like the, the world, I would imagine, like becomes somewhat like, you know, primitive. Mm hmm. A little bit. The lights still turned on at night. I mean, the they still have. Still came on. But yeah, it's, it's, um, there's, since there's so much more, you can't have the same infrastructure. I mean, you don't need the same yeah. infrastructure because there's 98% less people. people. But yeah. you still don't have those people doing all the different jobs. I mean, 2%. Of the world's population left on Earth is yeah, that's apocalyptic. I mean, that's it's, yeah. The, the, that would I, count. It'd be interesting what the density is in different places. Um, yeah, you know, but yeah, you could you could have been in a place where no one around you for hundreds of miles is there anymore, and you right. per, perhaps think you're the only person left on Earth. You right. Know? 
It, it makes me wish we could have seen this. It would have been Such a lot more interesting. Idea. Yeah, it would have been a lot more interesting. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like if we saw it, I mean, it would lend some credibility to her story. Mm-hmm. But it, it could still be ambiguous. I mean, well, we could still say yep, this it, is what, you know, a visualization of her story. Yeah, it would it'd make it a little bit more objective. But I think the fact that she could even still be dead in this whole thing. So oh, you yeah. Could, you could be like, you know, Nora died, but she thinks she went to this place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it's just like, it's a crazy thing to only exist in dialogue. Yeah. You know, because um, it's just, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, she basically just explained the sudden departure. Mm-hmm. You know, here we are, the final scene, we get an explanation for the sudden departure, and it's like, but as I said before, you know, that's just a commitment that this show has not to give an answer about that that's definitive or mm-hmm. 100% believable. Um. So, uh, continuing from there, I guess, um, uh, she had no place there, uh, because her family, you know, they'd all moved on, basically. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess don't it would buy it. Too weird to just I don't buy uh, it. walk in there and, you know, hey, you, hey, get hey, out. everyone else that left, let me give you an answer to where they went. We're back on the other earth nah. and they're all fine. If Dr. Von Egan didn't do it. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that that that's the part of the story that bothers me the most. Yeah, really. there's no one last goodbye. I'm surprised she didn't even lie about that. Like, why not? If yeah. this is a lie, why not include that in the lie? Like... Yeah. She got to say goodbye to them, you know, but she realized that, you know, she couldn't stay or something or, you know, like, since I don't even know why. Yeah. Why not? If, if this is all a story to make herself feel better, why? And I feel like that's very Nora <laughs> to not even in her own fantasy really get what she wants. Give herself or, the things or, she really wants. Or, or to like delude herself into thinking she got what she wanted in her own fantasy, but didn't right. really because she didn't really get to reunite with them. Right, right. Oh, Nora. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I guess she she just uh, moved on from there and decided to track down Doctor Von Egan. Um, you know, since he had uh, supposedly invented the machine and used it, I guess he was the first one to use it. Um. And so she went to him and said, hey, machine guy, can you make me another machine to go back to the other world? Because if you just do the same thing again, I assume that'll yeah. work and, again. And, and why, again, I wish this story was, I, I, I was looking for Dr. Van Egan and I, you know, that took a long time too, but I found him and he was in the middle of making another machine. Like, like this world would want a machine too. Like we were talking about before. You would think so. And the same you would think impetus, they would want it even more. And the same impetus that he had to build it to go to the departed place. Even I feel more. like he would have the same impetus to build it so people could go back. Only more so. Only more so. <laughs> I feel the need to rub that in because I feel like the urgency yeah. for that world is way bigger. Because like basically he has a way 
that to you know to like remake the world to like put yeah. it back together again talk about being the most powerful man on earth or in the world i know and yet and yet he chooses not to yeah i don't buy like, it like i mean that's just that makes no sense to me i mean why did you want to go over there if not to like find out what happens and if you find mm-hmm. out what happens in a way that allows you to fix it yeah like surely Surely you would do that. And I that. think they, the only explanation would be that, you know, he was going to find his family that departed, but then he found them there and he was happy or something. Mm-hmm. And, but then he didn't. God, take them back. It's well, why, why take them back? Take them back. Because that world sucks. There's 2% <laughs> of the whole world there. But the, like, but the, real, estate, but the real estate is golden. <laughs> I mean, jeez, oh, there's oh, so God. much. Oh, God. What if what if you bought some property over there mm-hmm. and then like took uh, maybe you can't take it with you. What if you swallowed Uh-oh. What if what if you swallowed the title and then went into the machine <laughs> uh-huh, and came and back and then and then came back and then threw it up. Yep. And then and then tried to claim it. Would that be like the steal of the century? No, because they would say this is, you know, this is a counterfeit document or something. But, but it won't be. It'll be real. But it won't be real for that world. I mean, you can you can make a document look authentic, but it still doesn't prove anything, right? But it'll be so real, though. <laughs> I don't think it would hold up in court. They would have I'm trying one, to come up with a scam. They yeah, have okay. one. They'd have one deed that says it's. It goes to person A and one mm-hmm. D that says it goes to person B and um, the person person B would have to prove their claim. They would well. When did you buy this and when did you pay and show me the bank account that you paid it for? You know, it, it'd get legal. Um, right. It get it get legal. But you're on the right you're on the right uh, idea. Let's figure out a great scam. Yeah, there's <laughs> got to be there's got to be a good scam for this. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to figure out what the best scam would be. <laughs> <laughs> like, how could you, how does having access to the other place let you get a leg up in the first place? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, one thing you could do, it's not a very good scam, but you could go, if you were in Earth 2, you could talk to people who were there about their loved ones that, in their, in their from their perspective, departed. Oh. And then you can go to Earth One and be like, "Hey, I can contact the other side, and I know all this information about <gasps> you and your family." I got it. I got it. Yeah. How about this? This is like wildly impractical, but you know, what if Kevin and not Kevin? God damn it! What if Laura? God damn it! Okay. Nora. One more time. What if Lori Uh-oh. and John like continue to do their thing, but they want to serve people who? have relatives who departed there you all go. they got to do is like write down okay just give us like give us like a couple years mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so then Tell like us who it is and give us a couple years yeah. and we'll come back with some information about them they give it to nora she goes over there she gets mm-hmm. the information it's gonna be so fucking authentic yeah and she comes back, tells them everything they want to know. And then and the then... person gives them $25. <laughs> and then John shreds it. And then they put it. it in the shredder. <laughs> Best scam of the century. What a scam. <laughs> we give you everything you wanted and didn't take anything for it. What a great, we're great scammers. <laughs> that's how scams work, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, we that's what I learned. What, we give you what you want don't charge you for it. Don't really take your money. 
Yeah, or I guess I guess the best thing would be to like bring them back. Yeah, that yeah. would be the best thing. Then it's like you, I we better get a little more than twenty five dollars for that, please. <laughs> I would like to kindly request a let's say let's be generous and say a ten thousand percent increase okay. in the usual fee. Mm-hmm. That's being generous. All right. We got to pay for the machine. You know, we yeah. got to pay for the transportation. Yeah, I wish he would have just said that he had he was already building the machine or he had built one because of people. But the, but I guess, you know, they don't want to make it seem like people are coming back to this earth from that right, earth. Right, right. They want to close off that possibility. But yeah. why, though? But I mean, I don't why, get though? it. I don't get it. And see, that's the problem. Again, again, you know what? You know what? This is starting to bother me. It's like, I feel like it's just what they did with Mary. You know, and it's and it's just what they did with um, that that whole like hotel story. Like any any chance that they had, like Kevin Senior also. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of. Any chance that they had to to give corroborating uh, objective evidence for something, they sneakily run away from it, and not necessarily. Like Exactly. And not necessarily even in a plausible fashion. Like, it actually feels like they're artificially avoiding confrontation with direct evidence, yep. you know? And that's how this feels, because it's like, it doesn't seem plausible to me that that's how it is. But it's like, if it's true, you know what I mean? If they, if they, if they go with a plausible thing, mm-hmm. then it's like, where's all the other people, Nora? You know? Yeah. Like, where are they at? You know, surely they're somewhere, you know, and 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 also like, you know, the other direction, you know, it should be it should be more of a thing like the back and forth between the two worlds. Yeah. You know, and by not by not giving any avenue even for confirmation, they just totally avoid that, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they make it harder to. And like I was frustrated by that, but now it's now it's starting to bother me as a kind of device, you know. Um, like it'd be one thing if it just came up in the story, but it's just like in that world, I don't get why, I, I don't get why he wouldn't want to build a machine. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I wish they would have just gave given us an answer. Like he he said he would never build one because of xyz reason but i convinced him to do it you know like yeah. they she just said she convinced him but you know yeah they didn't, they didn't make it clear why there wasn't already one you know or 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 even like you know it could be a situation where you, you it's one directional like you can't go the other way you know uh, and maybe he knew that and didn't build it or something or, right. or it didn't work before and he just figured out how to make it work, you know? Right. But it's interesting that the end of the show is bis- is basically just Nora giving us the book of Nora, like just this story. Right. Right. And we just believe it or not, you this know, this is the book of Nora. Mm-hmm. This is her miraculous thing that she did. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, Right, so I guess continuing from there, um, she uh, she convinces him to build the machine. Then she came back. Uh, uh, did she think about Kevin? Sure, but she couldn't contact him because too much time had passed. It was just too late. How much time had passed? 
I don't think she said. I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming by the descriptions of the long travels to get to Mapleton and to find Dr. Von Egan that we're talking years, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure exactly how many. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I would guess, I would guess something like, something like five years, maybe like three to five years. So I don't want to, this is a weird question to ask. It's a very weird visual that's in my head now, but Lori's fetus. (gasps) Oh God. Exactly. Oh God. That's horrifying. Exactly. It just like dropped in, in earth too. In the same, I get. I'm assuming that Earth Two had the exact same physical properties, yeah, so all the buildings so. and all the physical matter is the same, and people just transition. Yeah. So the baby was just on the fetus, just plopped onto the table. Lori was I sitting guess so. on. Yeah. And just died there because no one else was around to help. Probably so. Or I guess there was somebody out in the front office that vanished. So. Uh, you oh, know, maybe that from, person helped. So that person, but what could the person If there was really any do? chance. What could the but person then, like, do? then like you got a hospital with 98% of the staff gone. Sure, exactly. Are you going to be able to get, like, you know, it, 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 the fetus mm-hmm. would probably need to be in like some kind of, um, what do they call that thing? Well, the the incubator. I mean, incubator, yeah. Did the placenta come to, like, Ooh, you don't know. Get <laughs> Leave the placenta out Those of it. Those are the hard questions. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That is a crazy one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Just feed us like... Yeah. Like horrifying and crazy. Yeah, it's a weird thing to think about, which was fine before, you know, yeah. they told, before we get into our story, we think, oh, they just went to some place and we don't have to think right. about the repercussions of that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's so concrete, it's like then you then you have to imagine what the scenario was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the woman, like Kevin, was having sex with, like also experienced that. All the thing happening. Care- Kevin was just gone for. Kevin was gone. Yeah. And then she realized everyone else was gone. Mm-hmm. But but like yeah. the baby, the baby in the woman's car. I guess the, yeah. the in the Earth too. The baby's just in the car seat with the no mother there. around. Yeah, and somebody comes and gets the baby and helps her, doesn't? But yeah. that was yeah. I guess the, the the guy, the little boy's dad who vanished in that parking lot, I guess, might hear the baby crying. Oh, that was the, that was the thing I thought of. Jarden is empty. Jarden is fucking empty. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Jarden is a ghost town. It's a ghost town, and that's the crazy thing about it. <laughs> wow, it's the only place where everyone was taken. Everyone was taken. Yeah, wow. exactly. So no one goes there. <laughs> no one goes there. Why would you? It's scary. It's like I don't cursed. know. Yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah. Place. Or maybe it has it... like a haunted house attraction or something. Yeah, they definitely don't call it miracle. Hell no. Mm-mm. Hell no. Yeah. yeah so I, and that really is. Yeah, it really is tied into the 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 sort of prime theme of the show. The the like this duality of ideas. Uh, you know, so yeah, you do, you, you know, our duality of perspective, you know, because yeah, on one hand, it's a miracle is a place if everyone, if no one departs, but also it's a hellhole if everyone yeah. departs and it's just a matter of perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense for the show yeah. to go at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nora's lying though, but that's just me. 
Yeah, but still to present the idea, whether it's true sure. or not. Sure. You know, yeah. it, th it thematically makes sense. But yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you're on firm ground believing it's a lie. Um, uh, but you know, it's a better story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better story. And that's all we really want out of life is good stories. That's, hey, you know, when I watch TV, that, that's a big part of what I want, you yeah. know? Good story. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so, oh, right. Sorry. So we're kind of at the end of the show here. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is basically in here. Yeah. I buried the lead. So apparently, uh, most importantly, she didn't think that Kevin would believe what had happened. Mm -hmm. And maybe for good reason. Uh, but Kevin says, uh, I believe you because he believes her, I guess. And he went through a lot of crazy shit and maybe he thinks, sure, why not? Or maybe he's just humoring her. Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> he says, I believe you. And she uh, she takes his hand and they smile. And then we go outside and guess what? The birds are back. The birds came back. The lovebirds. Because Kevin the and Nora love are lovebirds. Kevin and Nora are lovebirds after 20 years of lying to each other. Yeah, and lying to themselves. And lying to the... Yeah. Well, yeah. After, after four years of lying to each other and 20 years of lying to themselves and others, and now lying to each other again. <laughs> Isn't it romantic? Isn't it romantic? So, yeah. That's, uh... Uh, we're back, and the end. Mm -hmm. The end of end of show. Thank you. Good night. Oh, the birds came back. The birds came back. Like all, yeah. All she had to do was wait, and it's like yeah. Kevin came back, and all she had to do was wait. There it is. Kevin's like the birds. Kevin's the birds. <laughs> he went off, and he's flying the coop. Yeah, I'll buy it. I, I think you know, the goat walks away too. I think the goat leaves in that last scene too. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The like, goat goes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had enough of this. This I'm, isn't. Uh, yeah, I'm goading home. Goading home, exactly. You know what? You know what hits me right now. What hits you right Just now? Just thinking about Kevin. Like, I feel like Kevin owes Nora like a little bit of. I, I mean, okay, maybe we're supposed to assume he's going to tell her about this eventually, but, I, you know, I, I, I think it's a little weird that, it, you know, if this is the fundamental, like, love story of the whole show, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, like, we're supposed to believe that they're destined to be together or something, even though, you know, whatever. I'm not this... sure if we're supposed to believe that. Okay, well, you know. I think that might, I think that's generally the point these kind of things make, but I'm not sure if that's the point they're making. But yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Well, at the very least, like, their love story is, like, the focal point of the show. Yep. And perhaps it's perhaps it's flawed in various ways, and maybe this is one of the ways, but I just want to point out that, you know, Kevin had all these experiences, like, yep. really intense, crazy experiences, like going to the hotel two times mm -hmm. uh in in jardin and uh also you know what just happened to well what just happened to him 20 years ago mm -hmm. in australia um you know going to the the crazy world and blowing it up because he realized he fucked it up with nora i i feel like you know after all this and after her crazy story and so on and if not before that you know uh, he owes her to tell her about that stuff. 
you know? I mean, I feel like, because she doesn't even know. I mean, she was reading that stuff from the book. Like, mm-hmm. oh, where does Matt come up with this crap? You know, and it's like, Kevin really experienced that, you know? And, and yeah, I think she, but... never, she never knew that Kevin actually... That that through. was a real thing he thought he went through. And I would think that's a significant and... enough part of his life to share with, you but know... But I think that's the part of his life... That's the part of his life that makes him seem crazy, and he realized he had to hide that from her. But shouldn't, shouldn't like, shouldn't their reconciling, like, be part, like, moving past that? Like, if he's willing to believe her crazy story, maybe now she can believe his crazy story. And, you know what I mean? They can but kind of... I don't think Kevin would ever tell her, because he, it's not, it's not... They don't need that for them to progress. I don't know. I guess it depends on if if they're really healed from their flaws or not. Um, but I feel like he wouldn't tell her because he, he, he it might risk her running away from him if he told her all that stuff. You know, if he just got her back now. But that's just back to square run. I mean, that was the thing that that was the thing that led to the fight in the first place. That was the final fight they had. You know, yeah. before they meet again here. Like it really? They haven't. They're not ready to move beyond that. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin shows up lying about all that, so clearly, well, clearly I, not I, ready. Yeah, I yeah, but but I feel like it's supposed to be that they're coming clean at the end, and I just feel like mm-hmm. I just feel I don't like think for they're them coming clean. I think they're agreeing to. Um, I feel like they're agreeing to what's important right now, which is that they're both here and now. And that's all that matters and that the past doesn't matter as much. Um, I don't think I mean, I don't think they're coming clean because I think Nora's lying about all this. So, you know, she's telling a story that she wants to, Kevin to, to hear. But I mean, and I definitely Kevin's agree still with your hiding, point. Like a big part of his life. Why was he putting a bag over his head? What did mm-hmm. he do after he left the hotel room? Mm-hmm. You know, like it was she... all for nothing. I mean, like he went there and got very little out of it in terms of bringing things back for other people. You know, and like all the people who believed in him left. Like, well, yeah, stopped. but he got a big thing out of it in terms of himself. You know, it totally changed his perspective you know what i mean it's 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 seemingly like the reason why he was looking for her that whole time because he had that that turning point of like how he had fucked up you know and that and that basically he was running he was retreating into this world and he needs to destroy it so that he wouldn't go back there i thought the fucked up was just kind of an addendum like oh by the way we fucked up i mean he knew that like i mean i see what you're saying i mean the the point was for him to not have a place he could run away to um, you know, and and to presumably so he would confront Nora or confront his real life, uh, and so like okay, I'll destroy this place so I don't have a place to go run away to, uh, you know, a metaphysical place to run away to, and yeah, it seems like once he comes back, you know, he wants to you know find Nora again, but um, yeah, I don't know, I I definitely agree with you that. It, it, he should come clean about all that stuff, but I don't think they're fixed. I don't think they're they have their their issues are resolved at God all. God damn it! After twenty years, no, can't... I think I think that they weren't working on their problems in twenty years. They weren't they weren't they weren't working on their problems. So why but they're would it not, be fixed? They're not ready. You know, they haven't prepared. You know, he hasn't thought about what he would say. Clearly, you know? he didn't think it. Yeah, this whole time he's looking for Nora, he didn't think about what he would say to her once he found her. Uh, which suggests maybe he didn't really believe he'd find her 
uh, right. even though he was going to probably look forever, you know. Uh, I think, going back to what I was saying before, is I, I, I think, even though this is a Kevin and Laura, yikes. Uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> Thank you I very much. you. Thank you very much for that. Kevin and, Kevin and Nora love story. That that was the thing that Nora love made it Laura. Um, oh right. And um, I think it's I think it's again going back to Fight Club about like two dysfunctional people who maybe shouldn't be in a relationship with each other, but deciding to try it. And maybe they just it's like here's we'll go around too, and maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't, you know. Uh, but the point is like we're deciding to try. You know, like, you're here, I'm here. Like, that's what matters. Those are the last lines of the show, you know. Um, so I, I think it's not supposed to be, the way I take it is it's not like, here's a, you know, star-crossed lovers and they're fated to be together and, and they have this larger-than-life love. And I, I don't think that's what it was. I think there were broken people who found each other because they were broken and needed support and and they couldn't figure out how to support each other because they couldn't support themselves. And then 20 years goes by and uh they're back to where they started basically um you know i you know maybe this thing really happened in nora and she reconciled her the thing with her kids but she still wasn't ready to rejoin kevin she wasn't like kevin's the love of my life and when i get back to earth one i'm gonna find him and marry him like that you know that's what you do if you're star-crossed lovers you know what i mean that's what you do if you're fated to be together or if your love is strong enough to, you know, transcend worlds or something, you know, like that's just not what they depicted, you know, and Kevin definitely show it was is more on the romantic spectrum, you know, trying to find her all these years and using the two weeks of vacation he has to go to go look for her. So, I mean, he's playing that role a bit, but when he shows up, he's sort of unprepared for it. He's unprepared to, to tell her the truth at the beginning. He starts off with a lie. I mean, how do you come back, you know, a second chance at the love of your life and you start off your relationship with a lie? I just, I don't think that saying you're ready to be, you know, that you're the person, you know, you're, you're self-actualized, you know, I just, I can't imagine that's what that's supposed to mean. Uh, I think it's the, it means the opposite and I think it's more realistic and, and is maybe saying a more modern love story, which is that, you know, relationships are messy and you you can try to fix yourself and fix other people and it may or may not work and you, you either are together or you're not. Like, that's how it's coming off to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I just, I, I you know, in Fight Club, she knew about, you know, Edward Norton and his problems. You know, it's not like, it's not like she didn't realize what was going on? I mean, she I guess, I guess, for, was... I guess for a while she didn't know, but certainly yeah. by the end she understands. But the you very, know? yeah, 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 yeah. The very, but that's the thing. At the end, they go off together, like having become self-actualized. Like he, he, he reunites with himself. He kills Tyler Durden, and he's himself. And and like they can go off together in the future, having gone past that worst part of his life, you know, in their life together, and like. Yeah, it's the opposite of this. Where like, yeah, in a way they yeah. they did come clean about the main issue that was keeping them apart. The, the the Fight Club thing, yeah, like it it the 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 confrontation happened. Like Kevin had his Fight Club moment in that sense, but Nora just never knew anything about it. You yeah, know? and uh, that's uh, the thing. It, it's just if the whole thing was like 
you know, I didn't want to tell you because, you know, because you, you handcuffed me to the bed and, and, you know, basically like you thought I was crazy, you know, you wouldn't believe mm -hmm. me. It just seems like this is setting the stage, but I mean, I guess maybe the scene is just going to go on too long. I mean, maybe we're supposed to imagine he will tell her. I just, I, I don't I, think he will. Because... I guess it's, it's frustrating to me that, that she never finds out, you know, yeah. within the show itself. It would been a it's such great... a significant part of his life, seemingly. It would have been great if Kevin said, hey, all that book of Kevin stuff was real. And not only that, I went back to the hotel place yeah. and and I destroyed a world for you. Like, yeah. there's very little that's more romantic than that. And <laughs> yeah. you know, that would have been great. Totally. To, that would have been great for her to know that, like, he chose to end that his specialness he chose to cut himself off from that uh in order to be with her uh that would have been a great thing to tell her <laughs> yeah and he didn't tell her that which i just feel like that means something like i don't know i um i think he's i think he's past it i, I think he um it just just doesn't put any stock into it anymore that's that's the sense i get i think he and all those other people just moved past it it was just a weird thing that happened that summer <laughs> it was a wild <laughs> and, it was a wild and crazy oh, summer oh man oh that summer <laughs> Woo. remember that summer where we thought kevin was a god oh what were we thinking man oh man yeah that's, that's what are we gonna do this to summer? me hang gliding yeah and that it's really not about the past. I mean, I think that's a, in, a, in a way why Kevin tries to lie and, and, and ignore the past because it's not about the past. Like their whole thing has to be about, you know, and if anything, that's that that is them getting over their character flaws is is accepting accepting the past, but but willing to be in the present with their partner. You know, like I'm here, you're here versus, right. you know, her him wanting to run away from his life. Uh, which I still don't know why that's a character flaw for him. I don't know what made him do that um, or, or her, you know, worried about her kids and, and, and losing her family and that stuff. Right. But I also think Nora's dead uh, and this is all fake. So, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a plausible reading. Um, I mean, if that's true, I mean, is the Kevin, is the Kevin a fantasy Kevin or is the Kevin a sort of, Flash I think this is Kevin. yeah. I think this is the the flash sideways Kevin. Okay. Uh, or like, I really oh, I no, I meant oh, you meant oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I meant fantasy Kevin. Like uh, okay, okay, yeah, because the flash sideways people were were real. Yeah. I mean, in some sense. Yeah. Um. I think I think this is I think this is this you know if it was like Kevin's hotel world, you know. There were people there who were really dead, who who should have right. really been there, but yet they were still playing a role. Right. So Kevin could be like that. Maybe he'll wake up, and they'll move on to the afterlife together. Yeah. Uh, um, I do, and you know this whole scapegoat thing, and you know Jesus being a big scapegoat for people's sins, uh, and then Nora taking the beads and kind of symbolically becoming a scapegoat i'm like do we connect that back to jesus and dying dying for sins hello dying nor right, right, maybe, maybe. right interesting like nora is jesus after all not kevin <laughs> yes exactly that's a surprise reveal uh-huh jesus was a woman jesus was a woman hey didn't see that coming mm -mm. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's the thing uh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's weird. Well, uh, that's the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, the more? series. What's the next scene? That's it. Any... That's it. We're okay. done. And then Got the birds the came back. And then the birds came back at the end. Wow. So yeah, I mean, um, what do you what do you say to that? I don't know what I say to that. I, I you know, going back to what I said earlier, the show was a very fun ride. I really enjoyed it. You know, um, I didn't like season one at first, the first time I saw it. Then I started watching season two, and I fell in love with it. Made me go back and watch season one, and I liked it so much more since I knew the context of what was, you know, the story that they were telling. Um, season three, I liked a bit less than season two, but it was still interesting to get, you know, this last part of the story. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like now that it's all over, I it's it's almost like um, like a magic show or something where it's like, yeah, I was entertained, but it was all fake. You know, like the thing that I was entertained by didn't actually have substance. It was the illusion of substance that was entertaining me. Right. Uh, which maybe doesn't make a difference, but I feel like it, you know, I, what am I left with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I would like something more to grasp onto. And I guess like I, my, uh, so rewatching season one, I definitely enjoyed it like way more than that than I did the first time. You know, the first mm-hmm. time I was pretty skeptical about it. Um rewatching season two, I would say I enjoyed it uh pretty much as much as I did the first time. Like it's it, season two, I think, uh is the height of the show doing yeah. I guess what I wanted it to do. Um which was, you know, still still in the mode of ambiguity, but there was a bigger commitment I think to making it seem like the stuff, like the crazy stuff mattered, mm-hmm. you know, it really felt like it did at that time. And uh, I guess that is maybe a big part of why I was disappointed in the episode before this one, that like, it really left me with the feeling that none of that mattered, mm-hmm. um, you know, except on a character level, which is fine. I mean, it's not like I have a problem with that, but I do have a problem with that when that's all that it matters for, yeah. you know, personally. Like, if you're going to do, um, uh, you know, if you're going to do, you know, a character drama, like, um, you know, say it's just, uh, you know, Six Feet Under or something, mm-hmm. it's just a family drama, you know, um, I guess I prefer that character development to just happen. I mean, you know, you can have, like, you know, I mean, Six Feet Under had, like, the dead people that talk to the characters sometimes and stuff like that, you know. And they had, like, some brief fantasy sequences. But if it was, like, a whole episode spent in a fantasy world to, like, you know, do some character development with one of the characters, I mean, that would seem like a waste of time to me. Yeah. You know, like, I don't particularly like that as a vehicle for character development. Uh, I would rather just watch that happen in the real world, you know. I'd mm-hmm. kind of rather just watch... You know, sort of the season one, you know, season one is more down to earth. Yeah. You know, uh, I kind of rather just watch the show continue in that mode if it has no intention of following through. And I guess like, you know, they built up the intrigue of the hotel so well in season two. And, uh, you know, combining that with the story of the girls leaving their family, which I think was, you know, a real world story that had impact. Yeah. 
you know, um, I think oh, that Kevin, was a, they departed. I think that was a great combination, you know. Um, uh, yeah, that that whole tease and reveal, like even though it's disappointing in a way, it also worked. Yeah, you know, and um, I do feel like season three does not have, um, it's not constructed as well. Um, it's a bit more like episodic, I guess, and kind mm-hmm. of random. Yeah, you know, it yeah. it doesn't feel as much like there's a clear plan. Yeah, you know, even though there obviously was a plan, but it it doesn't. It's not coherent. It's not like marching towards a big event or yeah. like because the whole season two is ending is going towards that big confrontation with exactly. Jarden and the guilty remnant. And yeah, I agree. I'm not really that happy with where we leave most of the characters on the show. Uh, I don't think Matt's ending is very interesting. I, you know, he has a he he loses his faith almost at the height of his faith in Kevin uh, right. because David Burden is an asshole. I felt like if, if he had, if David Burden was a nice guy, maybe he would have kept his faith, which is yeah. a weird thing to think about. Yeah. Um, and so he just sort of on, on a boat decides, Oh, none of this is, you know, and that's what I was going to say earlier about Matt is his faith wasn't in like Christianity uh, in, in terms of like, as it relates to the departure, right? He didn't think that was the rapture, which made right. him interesting from the beginning. Cause he's a, you know, a minister or whatever who should have thought that, you know, right. but, but he does it. He's like, no, 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 no. Something else happened because it can't be the rapture because the rapture right. should have been good people. Yeah. And these people were bad. So he's already like a super interesting character because he has faith but he's, you know, compartmentalizing it in a certain way where the, the departure doesn't fit into that. It's this other thing. But um, but then that transitions into him having this faith in Kevin. And I guess he just gets he just throws that away, too, uh, yep. without even really confirming it, without really even, you know, um, talking to Kevin again. Like, he, you know, it'd, it'd be different if, like, they had given us one more scene of, of, of Matt you know, going to the the farmhouse with Grace and all everybody else, and and uh, you know, and and him seeing Kevin go go do the thing he want, you know, he would have been interested to see him do. But right. yeah, so Matt has this whole loss of faith or reexamining or whatever on the boat, um, and then goes to tell Nora goodbye at the machine, and then that's it for Matt. That's all we get for this guy, and he it. just and he just dies off screen and. Uh, I'm surprised he even did the chemo for his cancer. I'm surprised like he didn't have some other idea of, well, God will heal me or, you know, I, I you know, I don't want to go through that or, or whatever. You know, I'm surprised that it was just pretty, pretty cut and dry. Um, and I guess we don't know if it worked, but he just eventually died. You know, I'm not sure like if it gave him more time or something or not. Um but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not very happy with where they leave Matt, you know, John and Michael. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh man, oh yeah. In the interview, he did say like if the, like basically HBO uh, determined that they would only have eight episodes. That was just told to them. I see. That wasn't something that they requested, and so he said, yeah, if we had ten, he would have done he would done an episode focusing on John. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Michael and they would have they would have had more like because they ended up getting pretty ignored in the storyline. Yeah, they did. Yeah, just really relegated to like nothing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which we didn't even see John with Lori. Oh, like, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, we. No. I feel like we see some guy in the background, or somebody's in the background when she's talking, but, like, yeah. they don't make it clear that that's John. No, not at all. And maybe they just not didn't have the actor at that point or something, or they didn't need him for that one shot, or I don't know what we're supposed to think, but it's weird that they show Lori, but then they're together, but they didn't show John. Right. Yeah. Uh, I just want to mention one thing that I, I was actually pretty happy about. Uh-huh. Uh, 